we got the wine. Let's got go. The Rioja. We're about to get started. Just making sure everything's at, at hands reach. All right, and remember, yeah, that's what you don't want to do. I know. I'm doing it now. It's like, get out of your system. Yep. All right, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, today is September. Are we in September? October. Right? Fuck. October. October 4th. I'm bad with dates, by the way. Like, I thought it was uh, August all the time. It was, like, a different date. So, or different, different month, uh, month. Year? Yeah. August. What's the other one that starts with the, the A? A? August. Uh, April. Oh, April. When it turns April, I think it's August. Okay. It's weird. I'm, okay. So, anyway, this is... Um, Welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. This is Sleeper Kid. That's the weirdest intro ever. We are here today on the 4th of no. October. This is Halloween month. Um, and we just had an amazing uh, full day shoot with um, two people who uh, I just had a blast working with. Uh, first off, uh, Christy Etzold. Hello, how are you? I've worked with you for quite some time. Long time. Long time. And making her debut today was Sahara Huxley. Sahara. Hello. Now, Sahara is somebody that I actually... Uh, noticed a while back just from random picture posts and stuff like that and, and of course at FetishCon it's kind of hard not to walk by your booth there and be like who's what's that you know because everybody would be like oh here's my here's my latex and here's my sex toys and then you see Mad Max you know apocalyptic wasteland in a corner with a woman who was picking up some dude by the throat and yelling into a, a I think you had a loudspeaker I'm, I'm I might Oh, you're mic'd. Yeah, walking and mic'd up. Oh, and nice. I would walk by and I would be like, she's fucking awesome. I'm not going anywhere near her. <laughs> no, it's not she'll, terrifying. She'll just see young dude and be like, come here! And like start with my foot and end with something. He was so <laughs> scared of her. Yeah, I was, I was actually not intimidated in a very professional way. Like the, the fantasy part of me was like, this is very intimidating. The real part of me, I was like, she's obviously not going to like, come <laughs> She might. But I was I was like, I'd love to have her work for me one day. And then I was like, but I don't know how I'm ever going to ask her that. How she's, are you? She was so on. You were so on. Right. That I think walking up and asking about business would have been weird. Yes. Then right. all of a sudden, I told you I knew her. Cause you, yeah, yeah, just like that. Exactly. Can you I'm imagine? traveling with her. Just like that. It would have been really horrible if I just walked up and I was just like, like you're like, to some submissive guy that's working with you on the stage it's like I'm gonna destroy you I'm gonna eat you I'm available at 2pm you know like can you write it in your iPad no right there 2pm yeah yeah. So and then back I'll be right back to like, hold on one second you know and then yeah the thing so for those of you uh, Zahara Huxley has been doing this for how long now six years now six years and Christy's been doing this for oh my god 30 years. Yes. And I met Sahara two years ago, and now yes. we became very good friends. We have very good chemistry together as friends, and now we travel a lot of the um, places together. Exactly. So you, we're going to start off with a little bit of just background, and then we're going to move on to to some, you know, just random topics, because we don't really, like, set, a, set where we're going to go with it. But a lot of people out there, there's a select few who might not know who you are, which is... What? Yeah. Right? There are? Exactly. It's like, they don't know who the hell I am? <laughs> <laughs> or they might, have, they might have heard your name. Under a rock? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and so, to me, uh, Christy was a wrestler that I, I knew of you, uh, obviously, way before we hired you. Like I, I think I was slamming my boobs into someone's face when you met me. Oh, yeah. In so, Hollywood. real quick question. Yeah. Uh, not a real quick story. I went to Hollywood with a girl that I was kind of chaperoning for. And she was working for a company that you were working for. And the first time I saw you, you were you had a guy straddle pinned. It was like a grapevine pin. And then you were just hitting him in the face with your tits. As I should. 
with like just a back, like a right, yes, and left, yes. You know, it was amazing. Yes. And me and like everyone yeah. else was just doing like silent golf clap. Yeah. Yes, it was, and I was like, this woman's amazing. And so we, <laughs> we did meet briefly, and then way after that, we worked together. Yes, but uh, just real quick, um, because you go back a bit in terms of custom wrestling, video wrestling, uh, uh, stuff like that. Uh, how did you get your start? I saw an ad when I was 21 in the newspaper for mud wrestling and since I just turned 21 I thought I'd try going to bars for the very first time in my life and I wanted to try this bar that had the mud wrestling because that's where all the guys are going to be I'm guessing so because of the girl show of the mud wrestling so I went down there and it was um, in Garden Grove California so I went down there and I watched their mud wrestling show and there was the girls were in different shapes and sizes so I kind of related to the shorter thicker girl and she was still doing well and making money and um, so I watched it and I was intrigued and I went back the next week and the next week because it was a once a week show there and just as a spectator it just as a spectator then I finally slowly built the courage to get a business card and then that was about a month in so watching like four shows so then I said I want to try and um, they let me try and back then I was about 150 pounds, and they did suggest I might want to lose a little bit of weight, so I got down to 130 pounds. Those motherfuckers. Yes, I know. But anyhow, um, I was like 21, 22, and I was able to keep that weight only for about a week. So I pretty much, uh, they hired me, and they hired me at like 150, 155. I slowly got down to 130. Then I became... I went from new girl into one of the regulars. Okay. So they probably didn't think I'd last, and they probably didn't think I'd lose the weight. But I lasted for nine years, and I lost the weight. And wow. then I um, slowly gained a little bit of weight back. Mm-hmm. So during my whole mud wrestling career, I was probably, which was shaving cream and oil in mud wrestling, I was probably about 140, 145. And then I realized after I uh, met Diane K.O. Casey and Sandy White, and Shelly the Burbank Bomber, and... Can I ask um, around when this was? I was uh, 22, 23 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah. those, I, 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 everyone's heard of, like, in the business, yes. uh, we've heard of those names. And so I worked for Angels in Long Beach, and the rivalry club was uh, the Hollywood Tropicana in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So um, I became friends with some of these ladies, and um, I looked up to them because they had the perfect bodies and these big boobs and they were just perfect. So I kind of, when I was the new girl, wanted to be kind of like them. And so I stuck it out. I survived like nine years. Then after about a year or two doing the mud rustling, I did my very first video for Triumph Studios back then. And back in the old days, Ken Starr, California Supreme, Tigra, her real name is Leah Kawaii. You're so, like live history she, sitting next to me. That's amazing. <laughs> Trisha Brown Video Sports. Yeah, that's amazing. All these companies way back then that uh, Double Trouble. And I think the only one that's still around right now is Double Trouble out of the ones I just named. Right. Um, they have survived. Triumph. Um, and I they still Triumph. use me. Yeah, and Triumph was the very first video I ever did As in well my they life. Should. Yeah. So I wrestled Diane, K.O. Casey, uh-huh. and Shelly on my very first video. Back then, you know, when we did two videos, it was a lot less pay than we make now. But back then, it was really good pay when you're only 22 years old. So then, um, you know, little by little, more videos, you know, with all those other companies I mentioned and then some others. Then I found out I was pretty good at competitive wrestling, Mm -hmm. which there's a shortage of. Girls that wrestle competitive, you know, that's real. And so I started kind of getting a base for that 
so the companies are hiring me to do competitive and I'm a beginner so as I'm out there um, I'm learning as I'm going sometimes people show you stuff sometimes you just watch and learn I've never gone to this day to a class to learn anything I've never gone to a martial arts class or any kind of pro class or anything so it's just kind of everybody teaching me and then I ended up finding out I have these incredibly strong scissors my squeezing capability and my inner thighs is something like according to the men like nobody else's you know, even though I don't look like sometimes I would be able to have it, I have it. Because you would think the big, strong bodybuilders and the um, power lifters would have the most crushing thighs. Yeah. Sometimes that's not always how it is. So, um, so I have So these. you're kind of like, you, I think of it in terms of like me learning to play guitar when I was younger. It's like you never went to a class, never took no. a lesson, but you just yeah. learn as you go. And, and then you, became pretty good at it. become really good at it. Right. Yeah, that's I put cool. myself in the middle because there's still a lot of ladies that really kill me and there's some ladies that I kill. But the people that kill me are usually either so much more amazingly stronger than me or they're into judo and jujitsu and martial arts. Yeah, and that's like right. if I try to do a guitar solo contest against like someone like Steve Vai, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're probably not going to win. I know how to- <laughs> I know how to play an A chord really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So little by little, I developed these fans, you know, because little by little, I worked for more wrestling companies. And back then, we had some wrestling magazines called Wrestling Eye, and then we had Fighting Females, then we had Amazons in Action. Then we were pictured in these magazines. So back then in the VHS days, we mentioned our um, phone numbers, and we had answering machines. Wow. And people would call us on our landline. And then... Um, what's, 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 what's a landline? I know, a landline. <laughs> <laughs> I still have one at my house, by the way. And, <laughs> and so anyhow, little by little, I got a and lot of fans. Is, no. Yes. And, and little by little, I got a bunch of fans. And then I realized after eight years of uh, doing the mud wrestling, oil wrestling, shaving cream wrestling, that I think I can make a living doing this, Video. traveling, doing yeah. videos, wrestling my fans, and so I stopped doing the mud wrestling, and now to this day, this is what I do for a living. Very impressive. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> impressive. I'm still wow. hanging in there, doing competitive until I probably can't do it anymore. God. So I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do competitive, because little by little you get joint issues and stuff. No, but yeah. I still can do a pretty good competitive match, no, that's, and that's... I still got my scissors down pat. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, we, uh, so... Um, what was I going to say? Uh, when you were started doing the competitive stuff, actually, I had a really good question, but I just got amazed by how you stuck the landing on that story. <laughs> um, when it came to the video work, um, how like what companies were you working for that that you stuck with that made your name? Like, was it most like DT or mm. I, DT still uses me yeah, a few cause... times a year. You know, even a little bit more sometimes. Um, Ken Starr back in the day because mm. he was competitive. Um, Women Warriors, he was competitive but with a face that ending. Um, doing the competitive videos, Tigra, um, uh, Leia Kauai, her company, I did competitive in a ring in her garage in uh, San Francisco area. So it's the competitive ones where I got to highlight my thighs and my scissors because sometimes you can't do that in the other kind of matches. Um, you know, to feel it, to experience it, you know. So I would say some of those companies that did the real stuff. Yeah. But um, those aren't around anymore. And um, when I work for Double Trouble, those are pretty much all custom ones. So I don't really get to highlight my scissors in those. So now my scissors is mostly private sessions. sessions. So would you say that you were part of the first wave of, of women that, that introduced the concept of doing the private session? Because I, I think so. I, I'm not sure when that started. So. Um, yeah, I was 21, mm-hmm. and I graduated from high school in 84. 
So, um, so I was what, 17, 18 when you graduate from high school, mm-hmm. so that's 84. So somewhere around 89 is when I started. And the few girls that were already doing it that I ended up meeting and still friends with was Robin and Susie Johnson, mm-hmm. and then uh, Malibu, yeah. Joni Podesta, and um, Casey Kavanaugh, Christine Dupree. Jeannie, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Hollywood Jeannie. Yeah. yeah, so these ladies were a little bit before me. Yeah. So I'd say all of us. Oh, that's and amazing. And I think we're almost all still around. Well, yeah. Uh, no, you. I mean, you, you definitely are. We're working with Hollywood in a couple of weeks, actually. Right, she and comes Robin through is, a lot. and Malibu, come through Christine, a lot. Um, Casey. Um, so... Yep. For people who, uh, I mean, it's hard to say, like, people who don't know who you are. Because really, like, your name what? is just... People don't know who I no, am? That... <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to say that because it's like uh, everyone I speak to uh, in the world of the fandom who are yeah. into competitive yeah. or pro or fantasy, they know your name and they know who you are. I wrestle a lot of guys that are in their 20s and they said they've been my fan forever. I'm like, but you're only in your 20s. Yeah. You know, how did you even know about me? Oh, I found out when I was a teenager. I'm like, holy shit. The internet, like, man. When I wrestle them, it's like wrestling my son. The kinda, internet. Even though I don't have a son, mm. but I mean, it seems like they would be my son. But my average age guy that I wrestle is probably in his 50s and 60s, but I have wrestled as young as 17 and as old as 93. Well, and I don't take this in any... Well, there is no wrong way to take this, but like you have such an amazing youthful energy to you that were I to have met you just the other day, there's no like I would have. I it's when people like meet. Uh, well, my, you know, my wife, me, like uh, people in this business just have kind of a very different energy. And you, absolutely, I would never look at you and, and guess the correct age. I would, I would, <laughs> Thank I would you. guess much younger. <laughs> yes, you know, and it happens well, to me all the time as well. Beating up men keeps you young. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and it makes me happy. <laughs> but to put an end cap on that, so to, uh, and when you're happy, I think you have a youthful thing about that's you. That's very true. But Christy continues to to shoot, and she works for me. And my, the stuff that we do is is very light. It's very very fun and campy, yes. but it's she, you always win. We, I don't think I've ever had you lose. I know, uh, but that's a kind who of, would beat me? I my friend right here. Yeah, probably. Amazon yeah. Sahara. So Huxley. speaking of which, <gasps> so <laughs> Sahara. Uh, now we get to hear the Sahara story. Um, Sahara. Ah, American Sahara <laughs> story. Yeah. <laughs> that is your next video title. It is. That's funny. It was said right now. Where she beats me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, you're you're like, no one will ever beat me. Let me go to sleep. Nightmare. <laughs> I bring out the claw with the metal tips. Why and all you hear is crawling across the table. You know what's so funny is I I have a thing for grazing and light touch yes. on my skin. So when you mention the claw, I wouldn't think of it as something to be a, a tickle torture. It would be something where just like yes. relaxation. Like yeah. if you just did that to me, I would just fall asleep, which would be fantastic. Are we talking about the same kind of claw? The same, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline has nails, so she has really long nails. Yeah. So whenever I'm like stressed out, she'll just kind of like graze a bit, and I'm just like, I don't oh. know if Sahara's claw is that nice though. You, you know, it's Sahara. all about in how light you go. I haven't seen them, so I can't say shit. Oh, wow. this is vicious metal no, nice tips. Claw. It's not it's a, a nice gnarly claw. claw. Damn it! It's not a nice claw. See, now my dream has become a nightmare. As yeah. Well. yeah. Ah, but yeah. it's become my sweet dream. Yes. Your nightmare. <laughs> yes. It's a win-win. So uh, I win. Damn it. <laughs> so for those of you once again who don't know, uh, Sahara is an amazing dominant persona in this. Uh, uh, in this in genre, oh, you're still in there though. I can hear you. I think it's just that mics are having a. 
that you can still hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, you're good. being recorded. All right. Uh, we have a problem <gasps> with one of the headsets for some reason. So, um, but if you can hear us speaking, it's being recorded. Okay. Fun. So, um, uh, so for those who don't know, Sahara testicles, is testicles, testicles, testicles. Okay. Wallet and watch. Testies, testies. <laughs> We met um, two years ago, by the way, for the so, first time. So you, but I, I, I got to know you online as this very kind of dominant persona. Um, a lot of your videos that I would see snippets of, uh, or you would do a lot of gifts and stuff like that on your on your Twitter and and, and bitcaps, uh, would be just tiny girl just getting demolished in your in your, is it a basement? It is a studio. It's a warehouse. Okay, it's a warehouse. So yeah. it's a beautiful warehouse. Yeah. It, An amazingly designed studio. Your partner. Uh, yes, Bishop. A lot of it. Bishop with Bishop Zombie Riot Media designs all of my so props. Good. And it, it's amazing. And it, to it. me, really is cool. like... Uh, it looks like the Joker's layer to me. I love the like Joker. If the Joker had a layer, like, and it was, Ooh. but it had like a neon if, feel. If the Joker was female. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> And really yes. liked, like, I mean, the colors are just so, they, they pop. Uh, and it's, it's a, and the stuff that you do in there is like very, I consider it like, I wouldn't say edgy, but it's very like intense. And so like the amount of, of domination happening there is, um, so when you came to Zebra Kids World, the first thing I said was like, I've got to let her know that we're going to do something much lighter than this, yes. but with the same kind of vibe of like dominant versus right. you know, submissive. But the stuff that you've done there is, for people who are into more of the extreme uh, and also a lot of role play, you do a lot of superheroines versus villains. Always the villain, mm -hmm. but and you, I always win. But you do, but you do a lot of sexual domination as well. Absolutely, mm -hmm. over my shoulder. Yeah, uh, I've, uh, you have. Yeah. You have the fit. You, you also have the fish tank you mentioned. And I love drowning them in the fish tank. Nothing sexier than a woman who's wet. And you have oh. your. That's my wife. Uh, Is she wet? Right on cue. <laughs> And then you have you you just you built a, a electric chair. You have yes. like tons of uh, implements of torture and destruction in there. And what I found was toys. that we had to build all of the equipment for me because uh, we would go to uh, play areas, me and my partner, mm -hmm. or one of my submissives, and I would always break everything. I'd break the horses. I'd break anything that I had to sit on, stand on. And so when we started our production, we actually had all of our furniture is made for me. Mm. So, I mean, I can uh, sit on it with my client or I can not fear that I'm going to break it. But uh, And for people who don't know, you are about six foot one. Six foot one and at currently 210. And you also have a history in bodybuilding. And I have weight, a history in bodybuilding. And weightlifting, so you have the, the, the yes. power and the mass. Yes. So I can see, yeah, you walk into a room and suddenly it's like, uh, I'm going to break these toys. Yes. Yeah. And not even mean to, but I am <laughs> going to. So you, you found an amazing partner who just started building stuff. Builds, absolutely. Head to toe. That is so cool. It's wonderful. But before we get ahead of ourselves, so we did get to hear a, a shorter version of your origin story, so to speak, if we're talking about superhero terminology. So what, what got you into this world? Like, uh, what, what started it all? This actually was uh, my partner's idea, mm -hmm. and um, we do a variety of everything. We don't hold each other back. So we might, uh, we started on this venture mm. and uh, traditionally he tried to have it as a traditional fetish where I was a dom. And let me back up. I'll, let me introduce a story to sure. you. What happened was uh, we walked, we stumbled into FetCon. I had a few of my clients who were um, telling me about latex and collars and all these really interesting things. And my 
partner and I were in the middle of uh, about three weeks out I was for my bodybuilding show. So we went down there in our street clothes, our gym clothes, and uh, I walked up to the first table. And as I entered the table, Rubber Doll, which I didn't know who oh, she yeah. was, was there at the first booth. And she looks over at me, and I remember her looking at me, and she goes, you're a dom. And I leaned over her the table, and I said, did you just call me dumb? <laughs> and she said, no, 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 dom, dom, dom and dom, you're a dom. And I thought to myself, <laughs> what is this terminology? And that was the first really introduction to trying to understand this new language that everybody was floating around in FETCON, talking to each other with the different mannerisms. Um, I grew up being a very dominant female. I come from the background of the best man for the job as a woman t-shirt and wore it very proudly. Uh, All my best friends were guys. So everything I've ever done uh, was very uh, male-oriented and yet with a very soft, sincere side. Mm -hmm. So always riding that edge constantly riding that edge and never wanting to be defined by my sex, my orientation. Yeah. Uh, and I never would allow anybody. So uh, everything, I always make this joke, but it is so true. Everything I used to get in trouble for in school, I now get paid for. Yeah. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It, it, yep. It's great. I mean, the, <laughs> I can remember, and then I'm thinking, those mother... Beep, beep. Yeah, I really want to use those words. I'm you not can sure say, if I can. You can. Okay, fine. I'm going to call you you motherfuckers out there <laughs> who got free gigs out of me, would harass me on the bus. So when I got off the bus, I'd chase them down, jump them, mm-hmm. wrestle them, pin them, and tickle torture them. <laughs> and I loved it. And I guess they did too. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So now, I, when I think about it, I'm like, those butt faces got free sessions out of me. I need to go and knock, knock on their door. I need to collect. They might have been. And, and they you need to call in. I need to collect. They probably didn't know it was that, that, that that was their thing until I No, yeah. we're talking young. They could be yeah. our sixth yeah. grade, fifth yeah. grade. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Could be our that would be now. great. Just some guy knocking doors like, you remember me? We had Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Thomas in fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucked with you on the school bus. So <laughs> when we were discovering, you know, we were playing the traditional, I'm like, I'm not. Don't call, don't call me this. Don't do that. I'm an Amazon. Yes, that I will give you. Mm-hmm. I'm kinky. Yes, that I will give you. Don't bend down over in front of me at all. <laughs> um, but what I would say is <laughs> we discovered. Quiet, Luke. Sorry. We discovered dog. the niche was we had a video in the back of my yard and I played a zombie and a lot of my friends got together and they creeped around and I would capture them, throw them over my shoulder and we'd wrestle and I'd wrap them up with my legs, you know, and different things like that. And all of a sudden it went crazy in the Clips for Sale store. It went nuts. Mm -hmm. And I have a concept which is called Feed the Fire. So once I really saw that that's what they like, we just kept doing different things like that. And then one day, the really big takeoff just was this client who sent in a custom. And it was Pixie Von Vat and myself, my little blonde. Mm. And um, I threw her over my shoulders. And and can I say the F word? You can say anything you want. So I threw over my shoulders I'm gonna, and, I, oh, and I... I'm going to back this up just a little bit so I can hear. There we go. There we go. There's a little bit of reverberation. There threw we go. Threw her over my shoulders and fucked her mm-hmm. with my fingers. Okay. And and did this, you so know, walking back. Carry and, oh, yeah. Okay. Carry and just did it. And 
you know, it was like uh, one of the times that you said, you wake up in the morning, you're like, cha-ching. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So what you like is you like this big girl with beautiful little tiny girls. No problem. I love little tiny girls. Woman and Not at all. So, and then, and it's just been an amazing adventure from then. Well, I, want, I do want to get back to that because there's a lot of things that you've covered in your site that, that are very interesting, but I do want to go back and get back on the track of what, like, so you went, so you mentioned, you said clients told you about FetishCon. What clients were those? It was a... I am also a personal trainer. Okay. All right. And that's yeah. all you had to say. Because I yes. thought maybe you were a dom before that. But when you walked in and you said that she had called you a dom. Yeah. And I looked at her and, and you're I was like. you're not, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? What is this word? This terminology? Because <laughs> that this, was before you were. Yeah. This new yeah. language. Dom and dumber. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, dom and dumber. Not, not a good idea to tell a body. <laughs> it's, a domina- it's a dominatrix and a, and a guy who eats people. Yes. That would be yes. fantastic. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh my God. How is that not a sitcom? Dom and dumber. Yeah, just a young blonde guy playing yep. Jeffrey Dahmer, and then it would be you. And you guys oh. are forced to live in a small apartment together. <laughs> you're like, I need space in the fridge for my food. What is all this shit? And there's someone's head. <laughs> just heads and dicks. And... There's so too many heads and dicks in here. Is that the Thai food? That's <laughs> This is garlic. Is that the curry sauce? <laughs> Did you put that dick in my garlic sauce? <laughs> is that garlic dick? I don't know if I can handle that. Um, so so you um, let's take it from there. So you had gone to FetishCon. You had met Robert Dahl. You, you got immersed in this world. Yes. So what led you to start becoming... Uh, did, actually, it's, it's the chicken and the egg question. Did you become a dom in the lifestyle first, or did you start shooting videos first? Which one came this first? This is what's really interesting. So we went to the fetish ball that yeah. night. My partner was dressed in straps, so he was my sub. He was my submissive, right? Wait, so that night, you guys yeah, went from we zero... Just went. To straps. We we went for it. That's what we did. Nice. Bishop? Bishop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we walk in and uh, of course I'm in a dress and I'm, I've got the bodybuilder figure, you know, with the big broad shoulders. Did you have and your tattoo then? I did not oh. have my tattoo. Or your dreadlocks? Nor my dreadlocks. Oh. That, that was kind of like almost there. Or did I? I don't know. It's been I don't a while. Yeah. Too many glasses of wine so far. <laughs> um, so when I walked in, he walked away from me. And immediately when he walked away from me, I got swarmed. And they were all handing me their business cards. And they were asking me questions like, how much do you charge for a session? And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? It's a session. And um, can you do this work for me? And I'm just like, what is this world that I know nothing about? And you're throwing yourself into it head first. Right. So I was extremely curious and I'm like, you want to do what? Oh, I can do that for how much money? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no problem. I will choke your ass out in a heartbeat. No problem. Um, so I was going to do that for free at some point tonight. For free yeah. if you irritated me. Uh, so... Really, I mean, the education of really understanding this new world. I mean, because I border the line between uh, wrestling Mm -hmm. and I'm also a dominatrix. So there's this very edgy place where uh, the wrestling, even the wrestling clients are extremely different than the fetish clients. So it's been very interesting, especially traveling. Christy and I travel, and sometimes I'll have one of my clients that wants to take us to dinner, and I have to look over at Christy and go, look, this is not the same client as when we go with our wrestling fans. This is a client that expects me to still remain oh, Sahara Huxley in character. dominatrix yes, mode. Yes. He was wearing panties in the restaurant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted us to keep 
berating him and making fun so of him. So I had him to let her with know. With pink panties. Yeah. So I had to tell her. I can her. only describe Chrissy's smile when she <laughs> says that. She's like, so it's my first time. She's like a kid who just went to Disney <laughs> yeah. World and someone asks you how was it. Yeah. Like, so uh, Mickey Mouse was wearing panties the entire time. She, and we she pissed an, on him. It was she fantastic. has an evil dom living deep down We're gonna inside get to of that. her. We're she gonna really get to does. That. We're going to get to that. She so, really does. So, so you, so you, okay, so you went out to dinner and the guy was yeah. wearing panties. panties and, yeah. and you like to show them off every now and then. Whereas with your wrestling clients, it's they're more like, of a they're professional not doing that. It's awesome. It's like, you know, yeah. football land or something. I mean, it's just, uh, it's yeah. just a guy who wants to have dinner with it's you. A, right. It's a normal alpha Without guy. Without the panties. Yeah. Now, would you, uh, is this part of uh, the session? Uh, no. Okay. No. These it's are after just you get paid after, after the you, session. Yeah, it's like they want to take you out to dinner. Of like, Kind of like a little after dinner type. Which is a great point that you bring up. A dominatrix would never do that. In other words, if you're going to dinner as a dom, that's part of your time. Okay. So you're going to pay me to sit at this table and have food with you. Dinner. Right. You're going to pay me. Yeah. And the whole time you're on. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very, very different environment. Of course he did. Oh, of course. Of course he did. And showed his panties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of times. I mean, Filthy little bitch. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my wife has taken me to dinner while wearing panties. Oh so yeah, red yeah, lips. But do you wear panties? She's very no. It's, yeah. it's shaking. It's not the same. No, the boxers kind of good. <laughs> yeah. um, but now I joined in on it. That was my first time joining in on. My favorite um, is tidy whities Man, you can get a grip on a pair of tidy whities <laughs> Yep. And hang them from places in your in, in your hotel. Yes. I mean, did yes. you tell him about the time that I fucked a guy so hard with a strap on he left marks on the headboard? Oh yeah, we did talk about that. That was hilarious. That was, yes. that was uh, the, yes. good times. That was yes. a good story. Yeah, that's, that's why, why are you quivering over there? She's in your bringing chair? out my more evil side yeah. as we travel. You think this is quivering? Longer. Yeah. Um, you fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was submissive. This would be like way more fun. Uh, We're gonna make you. Submissive. I know, I know. We're gonna turn you. Uh, so, so let's. So we're getting to the point now where okay. So you, did we say that you started getting in more into the the private sessions first and then go into video work? No, I would or tell you that work. we started our production company and first. and we kind of did a little bit of everything. We did very uh, traditional giantist type of of shots. We did. Uh, where I showed my feet, we did... Was it photos first? Uh, video. A video. Video. And um, I would not go to sessions. I tried it one time. I was like, this really doesn't fit me. I'm not, I don't really like this. Oh, when was that? Um, that was with Ashley Chambers, which okay. is a muscle goddess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Anyways, because I really like girls. Anyways, and me too. I don't, but, but I like my men to kind of look like girls. Oh. Which is why we, we travel really well. Yeah, you yeah. guys meet in the middle of yeah. the spectrum. Yeah, That's really good. Okay, I lost track. Anyways, so yeah, so you, so you were with uh, tr- uh, with the with the muscle guys, which is very traditional dom. So the minute they're in the door, um, you're inspecting them. They're bowing, very very. And I was like, you know, this is um, too tight framed for me. I'm really an Amazon who is very kinky. I'm very playful. And at the same time, much like the Joker, I'm very playful. But all of a sudden, I will turn on you in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and get very sinister. Yeah. 
So um, I had to kind of create myself, you know, and I kind of left that alone. We were very big in production, extremely, did really very successful in Amazon, lesbian domination, um, a little bit in the superhero where I played a lot of the villains. So I was just a name. I made Huxley, like every time I put out a clip, I made Sahara Huxley a tag. It started becoming the name that followed that point, that hand, that voice. And I really went after that and I knew what I was doing. So uh, once I found my niche, and my niche is me. Yeah. You know, I'm the freak. I go, I mean, I'm everything. I mean, you are, I mean, you you are your product. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't be like, amazing female wrestling featuring only sleeper kid. You know, and I'm just sitting there going like, <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> like, no, you have... <laughs> You have you are your own product, and right. and, and that's that, that's a very uh, rare thing to have, yes. and it's a very uh, it's amazing to when, when you it's nail an it. Awesome thing. And like I said, I I've I'd seen so many different models, so many different DOMs in my time. By the time I, when I got around to just seeing you for the first time, and I was like blown away visually by you and your setup. So that says a lot because I usually I you a lot of beautiful women in fact. Absolutely, fun. but you'll go oh a girl in latex. Oh, a girl in latex. Yes. Oh, girl. Who's serving me my yes. drink? Oh, a girl in latex. Yes. Like, yeah. And they're all beautiful. And I will tell you that mm-hmm. that is one thing. Um, one of the reasons that I'm very successful at what I do currently is because I'm a villain. Yeah. Because I am a big freak. Because I'm a big, sexy freak with the strong hands. And I'm not a muscle-bound female. I'm just a really strong Amazon person who at any moment is doing so many different things but it was like i used to love to look at them and go you're not a hero without a villain of course you are not the beauty without the beast Mm -hmm. they can't do what i do oh are we beauty and the beast we are i'm taking the beast Always the bees. Can't have ham without a burger. So. Yeah. Polish the claws. Take me home. Can't have. Ham. I will eat your mother. Uh, so that's the. Uh, so we're getting to that part where you. Eat no. So you had done. So so uh, I'm thinking about time frame because I love to think of th- things chron- chronologically. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you have delved into the private session stuff, but you're also working with with in shoots like doing video. And now I think there just came this part uh, once I met. Christy and Christy really looked at me after we had shot with each other and she's like I haven't seen you out there are you doing Two sessions? Years ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you doing sessions? And I said no. Oh so before that you really had Yeah and she's like okay. why? And I said because I have an MMA background. I'm a fighter and afraid I, of hurting I always feel like I'm going to hurt them yeah. and when they come in and they see me sometimes when a guy wrestles you light but he comes against me he really thinks he's fighting for his life so he ups his frantic game. I'm six foot two ten. I'm bigger than most men out there when you come through that front door. So I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't want to, I just really didn't have a game plan for that. You know, when I'm in my production studio, I can do and be anything I want to be. And I know that that female is safe. I know she's safe. You and me both. You can't say that about something that's very out of control. Once you have that knock on the door, it's on and you don't know what's coming through that door. So Christy really, I mean, she allowed me to travel the United States. She I allowed spent a couple me, hours with her in yeah. Florida a couple years ago, teaching her some stuff and telling her about uh, WB270 and Session Girls and other things and places to go and how to do it. And 
and trains and planes and automobiles and where to go and and everything so I spent a couple hours with her with my friend Daryl and um, then later she sent me some messages and said hey can I start traveling with you in some places and I said okay <laughs> so it makes it cheaper you know also yeah. yeah I'm used to being alone but I'll try you know Sahara <laughs> And then we have a good fit because it's really hard to be with somebody 24 hours a day if you don't have a good chemistry or you mm. get on each other's nerves. So we don't. So we have a good chemistry. And um, a couple years ago is when we started our yeah. first yeah. trips. Yeah, well, two years and a half in. Like if something was going to go wrong, it's it yeah. would have gone wrong. So you guys, no, we're fine. Exactly. She stays at my house for a couple of weeks when she yeah, comes yeah, to LA. Yeah. No. We're fine. And I've had yeah. you guys. I've had Christy here many, many times. I've had you here just for. A day and uh, and and we're in love with you. We, you know you're. Oh, it's it's ditto. You know, it's ditto. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, last night we we had you out. <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. No, we're up till three, three. guys. Three. <laughs> and this three. is Sahara. Likes to be in bed by yes. what, nine. Nine p.m. Yes. She yes. can tell you. Yes. Nine. Yes. So we're yes. there at two in the morning drinking wine yeah. by the fire, and you. It was and, beautiful. Oh, but you, you turned around. You're like, is this seriously fucking two thirty? Yeah. And I and, and I was like, well, that's a good that's a good sign, you know. You, you dig the you dig the vibe. But um, getting back to what we were talking about earlier, so uh, you guys have been traveling now together off and on. For like yeah, we do certain years. states. So, so some states we don't do together. Some we do together. We have our favorite ones: Chicago, New York, Philly. You know, certain places. I was about to ask, what are the big state? What are the big cities for sessions? Because so yeah, New York, it's those Philly, New York, sometimes Philly. Boston, Chicago. Um, those are the ones right now. We've done Buffalo. We've done Detroit. Yeah. We've done some others. How is, you, how is your stomping grounds, Florida? Anything like in terms of sessions? You know, it's 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 very curious. I guess if um, I mean, I get my occasional ones at my warehouse. Mm -hmm. I found a trick, and the trick is uh, for anybody else out there listening, is when you're at home, you should still list on WB two seventy that St. Pete from this time to this time. Yeah. Because um, the clients really don't know where you are. Even when you think they know what your home base is, some they of them might really, not be looking yeah, at where they don't we're look from. at that. Yeah, they just really don't. They want it in their face. They might not even know well enough to no. go mm -hmm. to the right websites to so see you really, where you're you know, at. I notice that when I say, you know, St. Petersburg or Tampa and I'm home from one time to another, I'm like, wow, this is really odd. I mean, don't they know I live here? But, you know, they Maybe really they don't. don't. Yeah. But, um, I think what's been really, really cool is when I kind of got a little bit burned out with my own production company, it was just getting so large and so big, and I really did not want that to be consumed by that. Um, going on the sessions allowed us to go to some really cool places. So we were allowed to really work with our clients, but still go to the falls. I went to Black Beach, right? And the nude which beach. Which was a nude Black beach. beach. I nice. took her along. My first time. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm yep. a nudist, I'm so not, it's not my first time. It's okay. Um, did you do? Did you do just bikini? Yeah, yeah, bathing okay. suit. Yep, 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 yep. And did you do birthday suit? Yes, I did. She did, and so did my webmaster. <laughs> I spoke to you they last night. They were naked right in front of me. I spoke to you last night. I had a feeling that was the case. Well, I got yeah, nudist. Um, <laughs> But we try to fit in hiking and kayaking and going to the beaches and, it was and doing awesome. the Thousand Steps Beach and doing all this stuff Sweet. also on top of work, too. See, so. that's a great thing because, like, uh, my, my wife and I are actually at some point planning on just doing, like, a cross-country just drive. Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. But the fact that you guys are able to, to mix in the work and yep. be like, okay, I get to go to Washington for, like, two days, but then the third day I'm going to go check yeah. out. Yes, and you should. You should. 
Yeah. You should. And your work can pay for your vacation and maybe even make a profit. Yeah. And then you can make yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, we can do that. Mm-hmm. We can, we yeah. Hire yeah. girls on the way into town and stuff. And well, we kind of did that when we went to California. Yeah, I went to California and we just hired girls. and mini road trip where we started in Los Angeles and mm-hmm. drove all the way up the coast. And See? Yeah. Beautiful. Might as well. Beautiful. It's great. And then, yeah. like, because I do want to see, one of the things is like, oh, you want to travel the world? Yeah, but I want to see this country first. And then we'll, we'll go from there. I when truly believe that we have an amazing country. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. until you see the falls and the beaches and the people mm-hmm. and the specific food and uh, don't don't leave the United States yet. It's amazing. Oh, I dig it. And I, and I will be running for Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Choke out the competition <laughs> and then pee in its mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we go international too sometimes. Yeah. She's kind of new to it. She's done Canada with me, but I've done Australia, Melbourne, Sydney, New Zealand, nice. um, Chile, um, Canada. So a couple places in Canada, Toronto, Montreal. I tried Vancouver once, Calgary once. I hate you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, London, Paris five times, um, Amsterdam, Brussels, and um, Berlin, where I wrestled the famous Anaconda out mm. there in Berlin. Well, when you're born with that name, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to be a wrestler or a snake? <laughs> Christy Constrictor versus oh, Anaconda. Oh, great. Yes. Yes. Oh, nice. Battle God. of the snakes. That is so good. <laughs> nice. It means, yeah. Okay. So, we, so we, we've caught up to the present. So you are yeah. currently now... Uh, oh, the other question I was going to ask, which is a lot of people who are into sessions, what sessions, I'm not going to ask which ones you prefer, because I'm sure they're all in their own way very fun, but like, which ones do you get more requests for? Is it more fantasy oh. or is it more straight up um, like semi-competitive? Okay, or? that's easy for me. So half my guys are competitive and half my guys are face-sitting, boob-smothering. Okay. So my joke is um, half the time I work hard and the other half I hardly work. Because <laughs> <laughs> the easy ones are easy and the hard ones are hard, but it's a good combination of both. <laughs> So, There's a dick yeah. joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work there hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go. that's what I get a lot of. Uh, but uh, what did, uh, in terms of what the request you that you get? Well, this is kind of um, it's changed because uh, you're aware that Backpage got shut down. Oh. And dominatrix uh, goddesses, we would always advertise on Backpage. They See, had I'm not a, aware of what Backpage is. Well, so they, Backpage um, uh, is similar to WB270. However, it's much like a Craigslist. So not only is uh, can you list BDSM, uh, but you're also listing your fancy boat out front for sale. But it's where all the men would go and find out where the goddesses and the dominatrix were going to be. Kind of like a WB270. Yeah, yeah. And so that way when it pop up on their computer, their wives didn't really care because it was like, you know, garage sale ads and, and anything going the in there. Honey, I'm going to go buy a boat. Right. But <laughs> once they shut it down, I was very I'm much focused on my wrestling. And uh, my wrestling is completely taken off Mm. i mean i do a lot and my stuff is uh, usually the males want to be overpowered and when they look at me they really buy into the fantasy of that because of my size because my square off the way i look at their face the size of my hands gives the impression that wow this one really is going to give me a run for my money Mm -hmm. so um that's been really big and and the favorites that i have are always I love where we're doing scene play. 
Like if they give me a scenario before I see them when they come through that front door and I get to, you know, um, one yeah. one that I get a lot, you won't believe this, but one that I get a lot is where uh, there's a boss and I trick the boss into coming over and then it's like the other girls in the office have hired me to just fuck him up. <laughs> and I'm, I'll make him eat his panties. <laughs> I, I love taking red lipstick and putting my hole on it and nice. just all sorts of humiliation. And I absolutely will dare him to move. And I mean, it just gets, it gets. And the more that I feel and see, the further in I go. Now, are you in character the moment they walk in the door? The moment they walk in that door. Oh, so I, I she have, has an outfit and, and a, a persona yeah. and a mood in the room, too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Dark, dark lighting, candles, yeah. or yes. some kind of sense. I will lay all my toys out, even if I'm not going to use them. I want you to know that you're walking into your fear. Mm-hmm. These you big-ass wieners. <laughs> some with nails in big it. Big fucking dicks, man. <laughs> right there, lined up. One day I was like, what the fuck are you doing with these dicks? What do you do with these dicks? I just dicks? love that the Sahara is painting this very dark photo. She's like, yes, I lay out all my toys and the lights are dark. And Chrissy's like, dicks everywhere. I mean, a Pink big dicks, big white dicks, black, black dicks, yeah. all dicks. It's got nails in it. it just Don't hurt. forget my gloves. I am yes. very sanitary. It'd be great if you were like, shh, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to set a mood here. I'm saying that I'm not. No, no, there's just it's raining penises in that it place. It is. I can't imagine what the cleaning ladies have to go through. Oh, they morning. don't see it. I know. No, I know. no. But no, we make sure disturb. we tip them. Do not disturb. <laughs> just leave one dollar on each dick. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to hear the funniest story that you just brought up? Oh my gosh, we were in Seattle, Washington, one of the widest areas I could possibly go to, at a Marriott. Mm. Christy and I are there now. Chrissy left the day, and I was staying one more day. I had bed shackles. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. It is called bed shackles because it goes under the mattress, and if I put you in it, you're not going anywhere. And it is heavy, and you could hang a a helicopter with a car from them, and and it's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to another hotel. (laughs) I unpack my suitcase. I start to get my area ready. I realize, oh my God, I have left my restraints at the hotel. Now, these are expensive. I've had everything made. And so they're I, nice. I, I jump in the Uber again. I rush over there. I run up the stairs. I walk around the corner. And this little lady who doesn't even understand English hands me a bag and looks at me and goes, I just bowed at her (laughs) and I walked off and that was the funniest just the funniest adventure to me she's probably thinking like oh these are so cute (laughs) the ones I have at home are made of my husband you know or some shit like that she's probably like some hardcore woman these are adorable Made of metal. Um, but uh, so yeah, so let's so we're catching up to the present, um, which you guys, which is great because I'm looking at like kind of like a, it's like a movie. It's like a buddy cop kind of thing. It's like she was a pro wrestler for thirty years. She's a dominatrix who runs her own website and fucks girls over her shoulder with her fingers. Will they get along? Let's check out the road trip. And it's like a lot. Like it'd be like a cool like reality oh, it would TV be. show. It right? would be. 
She's bringing out my more evil side. Oh, absolutely. So let me so let me get into the things that our, our fans um, usually demand. Not demand. Do I, they have I, any questions? Well, we have a lot of questions that come every time that we do this. Okay. And one of them. Um, what are they demanding? Is <laughs> how much of this? And I can start with with Christy because um, we'll, we'll go back and forth, kind of yeah. like what we did earlier. You yeah. Know, move for move. Yep. So Christy. Um, Obviously, you understand the nature of, because this is called wrestling with fetish, and you mm-hmm. deal with both yes, a lot. I do. So, how much of this has, like, have you either, was it something that, that, that was a part of you that you were like, okay, I, I'm kind of into this, and it, that bled into you becoming a wrestler? Or, from what I, you know, the other way is like you, you started doing this and then you started developing maybe some kinks that came from the wrestling or none at all. I was terrified in the beginning when I started. Once we have to dance in a bikini in front of a whole bunch of people, which I never did in my life as a 21 year old. And then, so that was terrifying to me. Okay. Then working for Double Trouble for the first like three or four years um, with tops on, then they went topless and they go, Christy, you can make more money if you're topless. I was terrified to go topless. I said no a few times and I said fuck it one time and then I took it off so now I do topless so I was very scared I'm a little bit behind on everything you know um, (laughs) where everybody else is already doing it I'm like oh I'm kind of scared you know so uh, (laughs) so anyhow so now topless is no big deal then there's people that do nude but I don't do nude so that's okay that's one thing I just have no interest in doing don't really want my guys nude either so I don't do that either Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay and um, there's some people that do and there's some people that don't that's totally fine yeah so it's no big deal to me um, so I've always been a tomboy since I was young into sports and horseback riding and softball and then um, I kind of liked being strong when I was young and I kind of liked being the kind of stud girl in PE when we were nice. in PE and kind of like showing off and, and to the guys you know and so the more confident I became in wrestling and the more I realized I have really fucking strong ass legs, you know, which I did not know in the beginning until people started saying it all the time. Mm. You know, sometimes you don't know what you have until other people are telling you about it because you think other people are going to be much better or stronger. So then, you know, I started believing that. And then now it's kind of like a uh, my niche and a cool little ego thing to have these strong ass thighs still. So as I became into my 20s into my 30s I got more confident you know as a beginner when I was 21 22 I was terrified to wrestle my first guy you know at his house or in a hotel Mm -hmm. you know I took somebody with me for like six months to wait in the car or outside of their house you know because it was scary to me back then I did it though but I was still nervous but after about six months to a year it was a piece of cake you know so now it's like no big deal people come to my house there's no problems with them coming to my house Um, I've become friends with about 10 to 20 of my clients um, I, I saw can, footage of, of your place. You did a, a TV show. like you did a, Yes, Secret you know, Lives of Women was yeah. nine years ago. Maury Povich was like 25 years ago. And Playboy Plus Cable TV came to my house about three years ago and interviewed me on a show called Undercover. Uh, Mistress Cara got me that job. She was the star of it. I was just kind of like the regular wrestler who introduced the the hostess lady into my house, talked about the regular kind of wrestling, and then I did ta-da and put her outside into my ring where the lady was going to experience the erotic side of wrestling Ah. with Mistress Cara, a guy and a girl doing some nude stuff. And so I had... About 15 cast and crew at my house from 10 in the morning to about 6 at night about three years ago. 
And I never, unfortunately, I've never seen the episode yet. Oh, shit. Um, it was something you had to buy, like on paid cable oh, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playboy Plus. And, um, but it's very cool, though. The Secret Lies of Women is, Secret Lies of Women on WE, Women's Entertainment, was the one that got the most public exposure of being recognized in public. I think public. you played it for me. Yeah, we watched it at when, your other house, house one yeah. day. It yeah. was, yeah, we watched it. And um, and then the Maury Povich was really fun back in the old days too. That was like twenty five years ago though. Oh so, Maury, yes. And um, kicking it back. Then. So yeah, I was a beginner. So be, as a beginner, being terrified, then I became this uh, monster that I am now. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I'm not, not a scared monster. of anything anymore. Oh let me tell you. So and, but so let me ask you this because one of the, one of the things that that I've always loved about you and and you you're very. Um, you're into this world that we're all in right now, the world of wrestling, the world of fetish. But you also seem very much like, when people meet you that are my friends, it's like, oh, she seems so like very clean cut and sweet and, and always smiling. And like, there's no dark side there. And so one of the things I've always wondered is like, cause you know, when it comes to men versus women, and you, we talked about this, uh, me and Sahara, but when it came to the development of fetishes and kinks, like it seems like men just rush to the finish line much faster than women do or women some women don't even do it at all like i know a lot of women who claim i don't really have a fetish i don't really have a kink uh or i have a couple of kinks but no real fetish whereas tons of men out there will be like this is my fetish i like this 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 this, and that oh yes you were asking me about and i'm that. asking if, if yes. there's anything that, that right. you, you brought to the table with you or, or right. did the, okay yeah exactly so in my younger years not knowing just being a tomboy mm-hmm. so i was just kind of strong for a girl and then um, as I became more and more into doing competitive and one-sided domination, it kind of created more of um, that monster in me that's slowly coming out, but a good monster, you know? I do like to beat the shit out of people. I love it. It's a fucking blast. There we go. You know, when can you kick someone in the balls, slap them, pull their hair, spit on them? This is for the guys that like this. Not yeah, every guy down. likes this. The beat down guys. Mm-hmm. When in the world can you do that? and get paid, and the guy loves it, and I love it. So I have a little sadistic side. And my sadistic side, yes, Ah. is usually hidden and not really seen in my everyday life because, you know, when am I showing that to my mom and my dad and my family at the Christmas party and Thanksgiving? You don't show it, you know? Depends on what kind of uncles and aunts. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. What kind of party (laughs) we're having. Depends on what type of wine you bring. As long as no one brought politics politics up, you're good. So anyhow... The more I did beat downs or squeezing one-sided domination sessions where you can squeeze the stuffings out of guys and stuff like that, the more I realized I really, really, really fucking like this, you know? So, as Sahara said one time, I would probably make a really good dom. I have a secret little side inside of me. She so really maybe does. in the future, when I can't do competitive anymore, I can concentrate more on, you know, one-sided dom stuff or being more of a dom or learning more about the dom world. Mm-hmm. Um so so would you say you're definitely you your own personal your own persona you you uh, lean more towards being uh, dominant than submissive in my private life with yes. a guy and you don't I have to answer that if you don't totally want. love to be submissive ah, okay. yes um with the right guy mm-hmm. yeah because um that always seems lo- to be the thing yeah this there's a it. lot of guys that i date that love my dominant side and they want to be dominated by me the so time. there's certain guys that can't do the dominant thing at all they're just totally submissive and like the powerful strong woman you know so with those guys i'm always the powerful strong woman but there is an occasional guy that i might see here and there who 
is the dominant one where I get to be the total submissive. Ah. But yeah, that heart that I have that side. That's definitely I rescue the animals. I take care. You know, my mom is number one in my life. Or you know, she has a dementia problem and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I have a sweet soft side. But I sure love the bad side too. I tell you, man, <laughs> I like the bad so much more. <laughs> it's a little bit more fun. <laughs> but I'll tell you, my ne- my my um. My dominant side always comes with a fun laugh, though. Yes, you know, it does. I'm a very happy dom. Usually, doms are, you know, very stern and strict, and and never show their um. The That's not us, side. though. Yeah, but I'm me, always laughing. Yeah, yeah, we have this fun, evil laugh. You yeah. know, that brings uh, it's different, a different taste to the dom side. That traditional one. Yeah, that yeah, you, you would yeah. think of what they've shown us because they usually TV. don't laugh. Yeah. But we have a wicked laugh. A wicked fun like the laugh. Joker. Yeah. I've heard it many, yeah. many times. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's right oh, there. <laughs> so I think my wrestling world um, opened me up more to stuff. And it still is. You know, as I'm hanging out with Sahara, there's a lot of other stuff I want to try. So We're ha- supposed to do some fun things with Dan. We're winking now. <laughs> wink, yeah. wink, wink, yeah. wink. There is somebody in our life one day that we will experience and experiment with, Good. you know, with me, trying stuff I never yeah. tried before. Yeah. yeah. So we have one victim in mind. So what happened that, uh, uh, they're not looking at me, by the way. But uh, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Just staring at Jackie, it's weird. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Making sure you're okay. I don't know. The cat's leaving also. <laughs> Cat, now I know why she wanted to go outside. She's like, did the plane land? I'm out of here. Uh, so what What was it that made Sahara uh, realize that you were, you, you had that secret, you had a dom part of you? Like, I think we told the story yesterday when we were, by the, we're on the fire, but you were doing something and you said you noticed something about her in terms of like her laugh or... Or just how much she was getting into oh the, my gosh. the witnessing. Oh, when I was beating something. up the guy in Seattle. We were doing mm-hmm. a beat down. And because of being a personal trainer, I'm looking. The gentleman is face down. Now, when I hear a beat down and someone's going to pay me to do a beat down, I'm thinking, actually, what does that mean? Because I fight in a cage. And a beat down in a cage is a, different kind of a, a really different beat down than what I witnessed. Um <laughs> but she was coming off the couch and jumping, jumping on, his, on back. his back. And I'm thinking, you can't jump in that area. And I'm laughing and having a good time. And all of a sudden I looked over <laughs> at her and I've got the shaking head of going back and forward. Like, these are no land zones over here. Don't do that. And I looked up at her and her cheeks are up into her eyes with, with this <laughs> like, and joy. cackle and joy. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to call 911 and the judge is not going to believe that I was in fear of my life. <laughs> but they will her. But had this childlike sadistic thing come out of me. And I looked at her and I said, Christy, <laughs> you have a natural dom that's living deep in your belly and it needs to come forth. And the more I hang out with her, the more it is coming out. Because so I'm she hearing sat, her stories, yeah. sometimes well, I'm also, witnessing her I'm, jobs. I'm a, we, did, we did mention that you have sat in. On I did. Yes. I had a client mm-hmm. and the client wanted a girlfriend involved. So Christy was nice enough to play the girlfriend where she just sat in the chair and basically, she does this so well. Scolded him. She totally scolded this guy, and that's what he wanted. Ah. And I just stood there looking at him going, well, what are you going to do? You can't get up. You can't move. You're weak. You're a wimp. I mean, look at your cock. It's nothing. It's not even the size of my thumb. I'll take care of her. Don't worry about it. 
And Christy's like, you're going to let her talk to me like that? What? Do something. She became like someone's wife. And yeah. <laughs> really, Roger? Really, Roger? You're going to let her talk to me like that? What's and wrong I'm like, with yeah. you? I married a man. Yeah. I'm more of a man than you I'm are. I'm about to divorce another woman. Uh, though that's, that's amazing. So that was the first time I did that. Yeah. Wow. And then, um, and she did great. She I did watched great. your session in San, Fran- uh, yes. San Francisco with yeah. one of our friends. Yeah, and that was fun too. Mm-hmm. And I got to every now and then join in. And um, so, yeah, she's just bringing stuff out, you know, because I don't really have any friends like her. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't have friends like that, sometimes you just keep stuff inside. Yeah. Well, if you don't, don't even know it's there, right? And I don't have places. Well, I've never been to places like FetCon or whatever. So next year might be my first time. So I Yay. haven't gone anywhere to be open and express this thing, right? You know. So, but I want to change all yeah, that. I'm pretty sure you would kill it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You would walk in and be like, "She's finally here." Yeah. Yes. Where have I been? Oh my god! I'm just gonna lay on my stomach and just give her a chair to jump off of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it happens. You'll see that having a drink and like, that guy's getting choked out. Right? Yeah. And he has a smile. <laughs> yeah. He's having, he's, he's having a good time. Um, but, um, so moving on to you, because you seem to be a treasure trove based on our, our previous conversations. So I, one of the things that we talk about a lot here is, is the genesis of the fetish. And for, like I said, for guys, it's interesting because it's, it seems to be like very more concrete where guys will tell you like, well, when I was six, this happened. When I was eight, I saw this and, and suddenly a switch was flicked in my head. When I talk to a lot of our uh, female models and stuff, it's a little more vague, a little more... Um, I disagree, not with me. Exactly. And that's yeah. one of the things I noticed about uh, when we were talking about yesterday is like you have a, a good handle on what your kinks are, what your fetishes are. My question is, once again, what came first? Like when you were younger, was it something where you started getting into this? And we, we did talk about how you were always a tomboy. But that, this is, that that's not necessarily fetishistic unless, you know, you want to tell a story about that. Because, like, that's that's very interesting to me because you are a rare case where you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, right, I, just because you're a tomboy doesn't mean you're kinky. Exactly. But right. a lot of uh, female, or I hate to say the word female, but a lot, a lot of the models that we work with, uh, they'll very, be very vague in the things that they're into. And you seem to be very concrete. And I oh, that's, absolutely. And I find that kind of interesting and refreshing. But, like, so what... What what are the traces of your youth where you're like, this all bled into what I am now, what I am into? You know, it's really challenging for me for you to say that because mm-hmm. I find that it still is an evolution. And I feel like you have to open yourself up to the opportunity. And there's one thing that I really strive for in my life is kind of like that. I have, I have one law. And the one law is no harm to self and no harm to others. Mm-hmm. After that, it's open. Um, and I find that um, I've never been a straight arrow. I've never identified myself as being a male or being a female or really feeling like I had to be a gender specific, orient myself, speak a certain way, mm. any of that. And I think because of I've had, uh, I, I can remember seven, eight years old uh, having my first uh, encounter as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. You know, but are you a lesbian? Because I like men. So, you know, it was like even at that young age, there was no label to me. It was like, I just really dig this person and whatever. No matter what they are. Yeah, yeah. no matter what they are, we're going to travel down this path together and I'm going to grow from it. And then we're going to, you know, part. 
Um, the kink world has offered some really interesting things like different type of uh, dichotomies of relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, I have friends that have a primary partner, Pollyanne, primary partner, but they have other relationships on the side. And I found that that, that really fit me really well mm-hmm. uh, because um, I have a primary, but I'm still growing and very interested in, in these different uh, emotional, physical, sexual uh, things that other cl- partners bring into my world. Um, and I always found offense to when I would hear in school where a guy would be able to call a girl a slut, a whore, and I would look, look right at him and I'd go, no, mm-hmm. I like sex. I like it a lot. But too bad your dick isn't big enough. Mm-hmm. And I was just always in your face. You mm-hmm. couldn't make me cry. You couldn't break me. You couldn't bend me. I was always right there, squared off, looking at you. And just kind of was always okay of being raw. Yeah. In fact, striving to be uh, softer is something that I try to find and is, and is rare. Because... Um, I just feel like uh, if I'm raw, then I discover really who I am. Yeah. You know, I've tried everything. I mean, it, to the point where, like, when I did my strap on and all of a sudden my panties got wet, I'm like, holy fuck, I really like this. I'm fucking horny. Oh my God. Fucking this guy or fucking this girl. Um, I am really, really aroused. Does mm-hmm. that mean that I want to be a man? You know, it makes you like have these curiosities in your brain. Do I really want to be wearing a dick? Is that what I? Is that why I'm turned on? No. That's way more complex. Right. Yeah. It's like no, um, because you still then love to be that woman that lays back and and just. Well, it's like a guy allows, who likes to get pegged. Right. Does, he Does want not to be a mean, woman? No. No. It's That's, just it's so great that it opens and expands you and makes you question yourself and makes you <laughs> That's grow. a really good choice of terminology. You know, yeah, I mean, sorry. you just, you just, I mean, you really feel like if you could see me, I'm pulling my hands apart. You you're really just, feel like you're just like, you grow out and you smush back. Exactly. And you're growing out and you smush back. And But we said that after you said pegging, so I'm yeah, just having this. I mean, it's just great. Very interesting God, visual. Love, I love that. Um, but so so that's the thing that I'm talking about. So you took a certain amount of things that you were into sexually or just even fetishistically or even just 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 like just going when for you were it. younger. Yeah. And it bled into what you became. But as you continue to to do what you do and, and kind of like, uh, you know, discover new um, uh, kinks and, and it, it became what you were doing was opening new doors for you. Absolutely. So the idea of you like, here I am pegging somebody and suddenly, oh my God, I'm turned on. And you're like, wow. I had no idea this was wow. in me. You know? and, Even um, though it's in them. You know? Yeah, and we <laughs> talked about this. When you get a chance, uh, go to those fetish events. Go to those places where you're surrounded by people that have an education, people that have a history in all these different sexual dichotomies and relationships and tools that they use. Um, I find there's no judgment. It's one of the nicest, easygoing, kinky, wonderfully playful. People Mm -hmm. want to talk about it. We want to share. We want to make it okay. I really feel if we were out there having more orgasms, uh, we wouldn't have uh, all these drugs and hate and anger and built up frustration if we Mm -hmm. were actually discovering ourselves and questioning ourselves and having a really good time of it. 
Um, one of the other things that I that I discovered at FetishCon was working with a master during fire play. And I actually thought I was walking into it uh, as an education. Okay, this is some a tool that I'm going to use. This is going to be a beautiful scene, a beautiful show. This will look really good this on camera This is going to look really great on camera mm. one day. So I'm up there and all of a sudden, holy cow, I'm dripping. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm wet. I have chills. My nipples are hard. I'm mm. like, whoa. Now, had I not been in that place open to a new experience, I've never known that. You mm. never know that. Mm. You don't know till you get that first flog. You don't mm. know until someone puts that first chokehold on you. Yeah. You don't know any of these things um, if you're living in a fear of discovering yourself. Yeah. And the fact being that open. the fact that there's so many lives that have been lived in in this in the, the history of our existence that were unexplored um, is very tragic. Uh, when you you know, I, I remember reading. I used to read uh, autobiographies a lot when I was younger, and you would read these things about like, oh, this is written by a colonial woman. Yeah, and it would be like, today I woke up and I toiled. In, yes. the, in the field and my father came home and I made him a goodly dinner and the next day I toiled in the field and my husband and, so and it's these things where like it's fascinating to look how people live back then but like yes. we were talking about it I'm like we're living in a very beautiful time where wide open most space most people in this country yes I have to say in this country because it's not worldwide uh, some pockets of the world out there are free to explore themselves uh, sexually which is fantastic uh, but a lot, this United States, for the most part, unless you're living in some really rural towns where it's frowned upon, but you can still go online. You can explore what you're into. You oh, can, the internet! You can get the internet has changed. Opened everything. and changed everything. You can everything. get into message boards. You can get into absolutely. Websites. Like, and I, no one else needs to know. Even this podcast, no one knows. I've had people email me and yeah. say, like, I didn't know that 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 people out there went through the same thing that I did. That I, you know, they found out about wrestling the, the way, same way that I. They did. always think they're the only one. Yeah, I'm yeah. The, yeah, you were the only one that walked into a store and saw a magazine that had mm-hmm. women wrestling and thought this is a, this is attractive. No, you're not. There's millions of people yep. out there who who feel that way, and Thank I think. Goodness. And I'm glad we're here <laughs> for I'm them. I'm so glad that that we're able to all kind of explore that, and because there's some places in this world where it's just not possible, uh, and there's other times, you know, not too far away from us, like you know, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. This would not be a, a lot. Right, right. Um, I have a little, it looks like we have some. Hi. Oh, what was that? What was that? Did you hear hi? I, no I did, serious. I told her to shut up and go to fucking bed. <laughs> um. <laughs> Are there any questions? No, actually, there's. Uh, let's take fans. a look and see. Well, there's there's some that we just got through Twitter, but okay. uh, I think I might have gotten a few from. I've been I've been actually checking from time Very to time. Very nice. Um. So. Let's take a look here. Uh, so out of the stuff that you shoot, and this is actually a couple of more of the questions that I had on my notes. Um, out of the stuff that you're currently filming now, mm-hmm. I, uh, now you're probably doing more session work than you are filming Chrissy, Absolutely. Right? Yes. Okay. So I couldn't really ask you this question. I think it was more addressed with the with the, uh, the, the session question. Okay. But in your case, uh, out of all, because I know you shoot under one big blanket fetish, which is like female domination, mm-hmm. uh, tall versus small domination. Absolutely. Uh, size comparison um, but what would you say is like the, the biggest request you get these days like what's your biggest niche within the niche you know what I mean like I can say I'm a wrestling guy but I know right now like if I do an entire video that's dedicated to pile drivers it's gonna sell or if it's like what we shot today with you guys versus uh, Bambi and Sparrow that's gonna sell 
So I didn't know if there was any particular subgenre that you're like, I get a lot of requests for this. It's not even, I can't even call it a request. Even when I get work from uh, other producers, it is, a lot of them will look at me and just go, hey, just go Huxley. Mm -hmm. Just do your Sahara Huxley. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I mean, sometimes it gets me lost, but I realize what it means is they're always they love to see me dominate on a physical and mental plane. Mm -hmm. uh, girls, smaller than me, even sometimes my almost my same size, depending on like what the look looks like, but definitely always smaller than me. And yet my sessions are men that want me to dominate, but they want to view me dominating someone that's smaller. Uh, they definitely love me in the villain role. I mean, there's never a time that I am not. Yeah, you're always. Uh, on, never the submissive. I one. am never the submissive yeah. one. And, and honestly, Christy, I'm I mean, assuming you're the same. You've gotten a lot. Pink of looks dumb on me. It really does. <laughs> you know, the only time where I might be a little bit is sometimes guys want tickle sessions. Ah. So when you're, I'm being tickled. I guess that's more of a, you know, kind of being submissive a little yeah. bit because I'm allowing someone to tickle me. Yeah. Um, no, you're still collecting the cash, so you're still dominant. Yes, I know. <laughs> they're still walking win. out. You're letting, you're the letting them their, tickle their you. Their bank account is still dropping yes. a bit on their way up. Yes. Um, as it be, should. Probably well, be the only one. Now, for videos, I'm assuming, uh, for the most part, you do get to win. Because you do a lot of mixed stuff, especially scissor sites and stuff like that, where it's like you're just doing squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Right. Those ones, yeah, are usually scripted and... and um, and I do win. But with the competitive stuff lately, the chicks are kicking my ass. You know, yeah. that's interesting. The what? martial arts girls are kicking uh, my ass. Yeah, do joint yeah. locks ass yeah. wipes. Yeah. But I'll, I'll wrestle anybody. So I don't say no to anybody. I'll try anybody. I'm curious so that to would see be true. I would, that would I would say one of mine is, uh, I always love listening to the comments. So I would say bear hugs. Like everything that's oh, done power in the air. I'm kind of like the chick they go to for the power in the air moves. You know, so it's going to be over shoulders. It's I'm the chick be, they go to for the squeezing of the Yeah, thighs. she's down yeah. on the ground and I'm up and top of the lifts. towers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have... Which I hate her of... when we're done. I'm just letting everyone know that. <laughs> we have a niche. I am soaking in a bathtub with Epsom salt and the bitch is sitting on a couch smiling, okay? Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, she's so, stronger. What can I say? <laughs> so I got a question. Um, let me see... Uh, so, so I always ask if they want to remain anonymous. Um, worst experience... I'm trying to get the English here. Okay. I see what he's trying to say. Uh, worst experience during a, a shoot. Like, just bad experiences. Like, things that where you're like... I guess he's trying to ask, like, have you ever like a bad shoot? Or so the nightmare shoot scenario for you. Oh because, my gosh. Do you have one? Because you guys are producers. I mean, you, you've done you've done a lot of acting With video videos companies? And video companies. But you were more of a producer as well as an actress. So, like, is there anything that's happened where you're like, oh, shit, I get it. you know, never saw this coming. Oh, my God, this is terrible. One of my competitive girls had a little bit of a temper tantrum and lost it a little bit, but then she apologized afterwards. Oh, okay. So that was about 10 years ago. And then the worst in the session world, um, 
That is the sweetest, by the way, that's the sweetest complaint I've ever heard in my life. She had a little tender jacket. <laughs> she had Just a little tender I like this girl. That's really nice. No, yeah. seriously, like I've yeah. had I've had some pretty interesting scenarios that were negative. And you're like, she had a bit of a tender tantrum and she brought me some cookies. Yeah. And, and everything was and fine. And she took me out to dinner. And I, was like, yeah. I was like, wow, what a nightmare. Every night I wake up just covered in sweats like, cookies, white wine, tender tantrum. <laughs> we went a little bit off the mat onto the floor I might have had a little bit of an edge she might have thought it was a little bit of cheating I don't know she got a little bit out of control then afterwards totally apologized oh, I was in her house you know so oh, and everything's fine now you're so sweet yeah, so, so I'm not <laughs> so in the session world in the session world well the worst sessions ever are um people who don't show up so you get all ready and then they just stand you up but oh. for ones that have shown up um uh, do you guys one. do deposits now? Uh, sometimes, that's the yes, thing, right? yes. Should, yeah. On some, yes. Um, so my worst guy. Um, sometimes, just in 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 my life, a couple of them were too competitive, yeah. and I had to go from an hour down to a half an hour, uh, which is just, still so nice, right? You don't kick them out. She's yeah. like from an I just hour to half an hour. It. Because I need to continue on with my other guys. I'm on the road, mm. and they were very cool with it. I just, you know, they were killing me like twenty to nothing. So I, it's I not just even to take close. the lamp and wrap it around their throat. <laughs> it's gonna be a little cheating and equality based here. I felt like I wasn't giving them a very good match. I, I'm trying to give her some pointers from yeah. the Dom's world. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, I still wrestled them just for a shorter amount of time. Um, was it really bad? No, it was just a little bit too much for me. Yeah, so knock on wood, I haven't had a really bad experience. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knock on wood. So time wasters and just a couple that were no too shows. competitive. Yeah. And then no mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. I like the idea of like, there's just a guy who like manages to get you in like a couple of tap outs and you're like, oh, that's nice. And you're like, he's not looking. You grab the Bible from things like, bam! <laughs> Guess what? And you think that hasn't <laughs> yeah. happened. <laughs> I'm sure the Bible has gone into yeah, dark places. Yeah. Yeah, um, have you had a bad shoot experience? Yeah, like it's, okay, and uh, you don't have to name any names, but like, I, you know, just, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, like no. pet, pet peeves and stuff like that. Okay, I would say the biggest, uh, and I'm going to say the challenge. Um, I pride myself on being. I want when I walk in and working with a producer, I want them to get what their vision is. Mm-hmm. I mean that I pride myself on. So if they can't give me a scene or a script or an emotion that I'm supposed to have or some type of setup, it kind of leaves me open. And that is a very uh, frustrating place to be because I'm unsure of what their direction is. Mm-hmm. If you can give me anything, I can work with it. So I would have to say that's my my biggest pet peeve because when you come on my set, I definitely have certain holds I want, certain angles I want, and... It um, seems like you and I have a lot in common. Yeah, like, I'm going to... shoot. And I'll do what you did. Like, mm-hmm. if something's happening and I saw something that I didn't... I saw it with my eyes and the camera didn't get it, I'm like, stop, we have to do this over again. Yeah. Because I know that my viewer wants to see that. Mm-hmm. I know that that moment right there is what gets their little dicky hard. <laughs> Anyways, so it's an exciting moment for me, and I want that really caught. That should have been my sleeper because well, it'll get your little dicky. It'll get your little dicky. What would be your worst, session, your worst session experience? My worst session experience. Or should I say the guy his, there worst his worst session experience? The Although guy? he loved it, which yes. really pissed me off. Oh, you talked to me. The about Canada. It. Yes. Yeah. So I'm in Canada with Christy, 
And you know how um, you don't know how I'm talking to you like you and I are having this private <laughs> conversation across the table. However, there's a feeling that I get about certain people. And, and man, once they enter the room, you're thinking to yourself, man, why didn't you go with what your feeling was? You he thought the guy really was an, yeah. yeah, this guy's an asshole. And, and right off the bat, you know, just, and he, he looked like an asshole. He walks in and I introduce him Snooty. to Christy and he's, he's my height and my length. And as soon as he walked in, I said to myself in my brain, I'm like, you're a dick and not a good dick. Because there's good dicks and, and bad dicks. And I'm going to have to break your dick tonight. And I already know that. So, I have a special uh, plate I'm going to feed it to you. On. He yeah. knew that I did semi-competitive, no joint locks, and but he did not behave himself. So he would ask me, hey, I have a fantasy. Can you just give me your backside? And I just want to take you down in this move. And making me like trying to feel like it was okay to allow myself into be in this vulnerable place. However, he didn't realize I'm a cage fighter, so please go for it. So I warned him the first time. Every one bad oops you do, I will do two oops. Mm -hmm. So um, by the time the session was done, uh, I was ready to kick five other people's asses, mm -hmm. which I didn't like that emotion. What he had done was he had really targeted, instead of the entertainer in me, uh, the safe person in me, yeah. I was now ready to hurt people in a very real, physical, uh, lock you up, leave marks on you type of way. Brought mm -hmm. out her bad uh, side. Really brought out that side that I that I worked so hard not uh, to come to the to the surface. Yeah. I will not take competitive. I won't do joint locks. I don't want you to tap into a trained fighter. I want to go have a good time. I want you to have a good time. And I want both of us to walk out Without with no hurt. injuries and a smile on our face. And man, that was a good, good exercise. We're both hot. We're sweaty. And I'm about to rub one out and you too. So, mm. you know, it's that's that's what I want to look for. Well, I'm, I'm glad you got past the guy. And he, yeah, I'm assuming you kicked the shit out of him. I did. And it was unfortunate <laughs> that he looked at me and said, my God. It. When you come back, can you can we do this again? Oh, so it. yeah, it was like it, it, it drove even, me nuts. Yeah, he actually was like, "Oh, finally!" Right, yes. and I, I'm like, "Do you not a woman see put me in my place. that I'm puffy in the face and I want nothing more than to whoop your ass one more time?" And we were talking about earlier, the bad thing is how many other girls did he pull this shit with? And that's what really made me angry. That's what took it over mm -hmm. the top because I'm thinking you have walked in here with females who are not grappled. Who have not fought, who have not been punched in the face, who have not had a man sit and you, they have not gone through that fear factor and come mm -hmm. out the other side. Yeah. What did they go through? And I was like, that's it. I'm going to fucking rip you apart, asswipe. Mm. <laughs> and I did. I literally crawled up on him and was just looking at him in his eyes. And I go, you like that? Grabbed his dick and crushed it in my fucking hands. <sighs> And he's probably like, yes. And yes, that's what he did. I, uh. Oh, God. You can't win with these dudes. I, I can't. Damn it. Where were my size 11 boots then? They weren't oh on my, my feet. God. But our good guys far outweigh the bad guys. Oh, my gosh. Please. Our good guys. Are the you best. good guys out there. You are the so best. awesome. You, you put smiles you on our faces. You really do. There was, um, there was a, a message I got the other week from a gentleman in Pakistan, I believe it was. And, and it said... I'd never met the guy, and he wrote me, and it was a very sincere message, and it said, um, my dick is hard now. Can you suck it? 
This is a man I've never met before in my life. What do you say to that? I've never, I've never been to Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was from a very prestigious school. He listed the name. Yes. Of the uh, and if I did go to Pakistan, the first thing I would do was not to go suck, suck his dick. dick. Yeah. At least not his dick. You'd want to go sightsee first. You know, I'd have to figure out that I like dick. Yeah, go see the sights. Maybe I have some in my suitcase and bring them to the table. Would you like to practice? God damn it. We get the weird shit every now and then, too. But I I posted something along the lines of, like, for every, like, 15 to 20 amazing fans we have, there's always this one person. Yes. And there's always going to be those guys. Yeah, I agree. It just comes with the territory. I agree. So another good question I got, uh, paraphrase, so it was out of... uh, it was a long question, but basically the gist of it is like, what fetishes have you never shot that you would like to try someday? Oh. Or not even fetishes, but what kind of videos? Is there a kind of video that you never shot that you might want to try? Because I got you more, well, actually, no, no, no. I, I got you to do more pro style stuff. Yeah. But it was still domination. It was right. still a lot of, you know, I'm knocking a girl out with my legs, my arms, you know. It wasn't anything that would, like was way out of line for you. Of course, yeah. But is there anything that you're not. like, you know, I've never tried this. And I've had girls that have told me, like, I've never tried the pie in the face thing. Or I've never tried the uh, getting eaten by a giant monster thing. Or, you know, and I'd love to give that a shot. So I don't know if anything out there that you've seen from other girls. And you're like, yeah, I should give that a shot someday. The pie stuff sounds fun. I've never done it, but it sounds really fun. So the, she just likes dessert. I like pie. <laughs> yes, very pie. What they call the wet and messy, like yeah. the wham. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, where you get covered in like, honey, have you done stuff where like you get covered in like what chocolate or what the fuck? Yes, uh, cake batter. Cake batter. Yeah, Woo! yeah. Messy wrestling, also, or, or all sorts of those videos where people are covered in stuff. Or Jackie yeah. has been painted gold from head to toe. See, Beautiful. that seems fun. Uh, just to look like yeah. a statue. Yeah. Beautiful. That, kind of that seems fun. Uh, but is there anything out there? So that's one of them is the, the, the pie stuff and the wetness. I've, I've done bondage stuff in my younger years. Did you a ever? a couple companies. Oh, bondage. Oh, bondage that's stuff. interesting. Yeah, where they tie you up or uh, put you in old-fashioned undergarments, too. Uh, Girdle type stuff, tie oh, you very up. very sexy. There's I love a, that stuff. Yeah, a company called Harmony. and um, I can't remember the Love other. the old but, yeah. dominatrix, sexy yeah. girdle. She's in the house. He's peeking through the window. Yeah, she runs like out that. with that the was cane, fun. brings him in by his ear, and fucks him in the. Jesus I'm sorry, Christ! I, I walked off. Into a <laughs> that wasn't I'm my sorry. video. <laughs> I don't even have to ask her the question. I was just tied up. That's it. I swear. <laughs> there was no penises in my Someone video. Someone sets the house on fire and kills <laughs> your cat. <laughs> Drives away in his Toyota. Yes. Vroom, and his vroom. name is Brian. He's a dick. <laughs> You're a dick, Brian. You're a dick, Brian. So, not on film, no, but no, there no. is something that Sahara and I are going to try one day in the erotic I, element. You guys are making it sound like you're going to murder uh-huh. <laughs> In the erotic way? No, no, because you're like, there's one thing we can't talk about. It's going to happen. Let's just um, say, uh, on Tuesday next week, <laughs> check your local news network. It was supposed to happen in New York already, but it had to get postponed. So I'm going to try something a little erotic. Nice. And normally there's never like oh. another girl in the room. So there's going to be another girl in the room, and it's Sahara. I'm very proud of you And guys. there's going to be a guy. She has a client who I happen to be attracted to, Ooh. who I met right away and instantly had a Clint. crush on him. Yes. Good job. So we're going to do something to him one day. Oh. Both of us. Wow. Yes. Not on film, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I okay. still have a shy side. <laughs> you're going to have to text me when it happens. <laughs> Just be like, all right. This is okay. So She's this... going to force him to do stuff okay. to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he likes to be totally dominated. Ah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shit. He yeah. can like be her wingman. Yeah. Flap, flap, motherfucker. Well done. Well done. That's so a, that's going to be that's like, hey, what are friends for? Exactly. But to lend a helping be hand. Side fun. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so anything that you haven't shot yet that you're like, I need to try this someday? No. Nothing. I am totally. I think opposite. she tried it all. I am. She's done it all. So if someone said, I'm like, the little Sahara, I would like yeah. you to be painted from head to toe gold. I'm like, no. Yep. You wouldn't do that? No. Why? It's too cute. What? No. I would totally no. do it. Actually, I could totally see oh you as God. like a... The Statue yeah. of Liberty. She but could like, be green. But even like, it doesn't even have to be gold. Oh, oh, the Hulk, She-Hulk. Oh. There comes the green. Yes. They're always trying yes. to paint me green. Yeah. <laughs> would you do a, a She-Hulk? I would do a She-Hulk. Oh. Fuck it. I would do would She-Hulk. Would you do the Statue of Liberty? No. What? <laughs> I would, would I do her? Yes. If yeah. someone's <laughs> dressed, I would do her, her for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Up that skirt. <laughs> I'm more of the prude of the two, by it's the like, way. like, I know you're French. You're into <laughs> yeah. weird shit. I am. I'm so but, damn uh, proud of it. So fucking funny. I <laughs> Spread it, baby. <laughs> trying to think of videos. What kind of videos? What other kind of videos are out there? there oh, my God. Balloon, balloon punching. Oh, yeah. Um, balloon popping. Popping. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what my wife has done uh, for other companies, yeah. but like... Um, Use me as an example. Well, no, you, you've done the balloon, balloon popping. Sounds balloon fun popping. and innocent. Um, she's done um, the, the, the vor, the... The, uh, the, the monster? The implied, mm. like, I'm eating you, you're a little I man. Yeah, yes. oh, that sounds yes. fun. Yes. See, those are all fine. And she would me. eat, like, little gummy bears. And be yeah. Like, yes. You know, it's like... You, and I would do videos where I'm, like, filming from the bottom, and it's basically, like, she turned me, the boyfriend, into a yes. small little creature. There's like, a guy who likes it when my Amazon friends um, step on stuff. The crushing stuff. Yeah, the crushing stuff, but not living animal things. Yeah, you can Barbie do... Barbie dolls, Barbie little dolls. things. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline did yeah. one where she, she got some Play-Doh and built little yeah. men out of the Play-Doh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's that one guy yeah. that does and that. And then my friend yeah. Gary Pranzo up in, in Jersey, he'll shoot yeah. you on a blue screen. And like it'll look like you're Godzilla, like stomping through a city, sitting on buildings, destroying with your hands, reaching into him, pulling out these little men that he CGI. Oh, I would do that. And just like yeah. eating them. See, to me, like, that's fun. I yes. so you're making me hungry. That. I'm yeah. saying, you can yeah. totally you're, do that. You're making me hungry. All right, yeah. We found it. We found the one video that Sahara might yeah. do that she I, I, Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. Can I dip them in chocolate I, You first? can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like <laughs> You heard it live. <laughs> No, yeah, you would have to watch his girls like would literally sit on buildings and, and crush them. See, and, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, and obviously, yeah. So, uh, the other question. Um, All that stuff is innocent fun stuff. Okay, so Thelonious Prime. oxymoron, innocent, <laughs> innocent fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Victor Salinas. He asked a question. Um, popular question: What? Wait, what fetish would you never do? Okay, I see what he's saying. Okay, so what? What are your no, stuff what, what are the things that you draw the line at? Because oh, okay. that's that's actually a question that we've asked before, and it's a it's a very interesting question because every model it's that different. I work with, there's an interesting set of lines. Mm-hmm. And for example, like Sin Sage, a good friend of mine, she said something that that she kind of summed it up. She's like, "I'll piss on on camera, but I won't shit on camera." And mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like two very vital 
functions. <laughs> but there's that line you draw. I'm not doing this, but this is yeah. okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. fine. Is there anything that someone comes to you? You're like, nope, not yep. doing. It. Obviously, All we're going to take out the obvious stuff. Yeah. You know, you're not going to kill somebody on camera. You're not going to molest course. people on of camera. Course. But is there you anything mean in the like, fetish world? In the fetish stuff world. we do. Yeah. yeah. Well, since I'm never um, nude, so um, so no nudity. So no no bottom nude. Topless is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want them nude either, though. Really. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm sure unless it's the one in New York. <laughs> He's going to be nude. You have <laughs> got to text me. You better send me screen grabs. He's going to be nude. <laughs> okay. Now, so, so when you're dealing with... Uh, uh, so no strap on, but no, no But I'm saying like stuff. female competitors, if someone's wrestling you and she's a girl, she can only be topless as well. You know what? I have wrestled a couple girls that were nude. I wasn't nude. And you're, that you're was okay, okay with that? Okay. Yes, that was okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess something about um, when, when I'm uh, nude and naked with somebody... And I want it to be the person that I'm attracted to, that Aww. I want to be with. I don't want it to be anybody else. You're so yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. It kind of um, and you guys, gives me the heebie This is a sitcom. This is it a is, movie. right? You see me shaking yeah. my head. I'm like, <laughs> she's the opposite. It's okay, though. She wants to be naked with someone she loves. She just wants to put dicks in people. Well, I don't have to love them. Let me tell you. I want to lust them, too. Tonight, after Will and Grace. It might not be love. It could be just lust <laughs> I want to pick I want to pick who's going to be naked they'd with be me. naked with you I understand mm-hmm. and I just want to rip their fucking clothes and she just off but also yeah. you're by nature a nudist I am by nature a nudist that's not as I like to be nude at home alone though. I don't mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you um, I enjoy being a nudist if we've got to put that little tag on it and yeah. one of the reasons is is that uh, big shout out to Caliente Resorts in Florida um <laughs> Yeah, because when we're there, you we really just see people for people. It's like that judgment thing of your clothes, your watches, your rings, your your heels. And they don't your, all have a bunch of boners. Car, and they do not. Yeah. We do not walk around with. Oh, those. that's time consuming. However, how? But my friend at Black's Beach got a boner. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The same friend we're talking. I said, yes. "Hey, Harry, no. can you put some uh, lotion on me?" When we and, went oh to, my God, when we went to the nude beach off. for the first time, he got. He a said, oh my God, my dick works again. <laughs> my webmaster, who I've never seen naked, who I've never seen have a boner. Oh my God! <laughs> I just wanted some lotion. <laughs> That's it. That's all it says. Lotion. I think he came with his Men own lotion. Men are simple creatures. I just, he came with his own he was, lotion. He was so surprised that his dick worked. I know. Did you know? He was like, oh my he, he really God. thought he was how just going to. How old was he? Like 55. Oh, so he was just yeah, like, so oh, to me. check it out. Look who's back. He really was just going to put lotion on Yeah, put on lotion her. on my back. And he got a boner. Yeah. 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 It's like the getting butt. it's yeah, it's getting like a. It's the Amazon a, ass. It's like getting a late night visit from a friend. You're like, what's up? I mean, and then I was all embarrassed. He's my friend. I've never seen him naked. Chrissy kept saying, I don't want to see you got a heart on. No, I, I don't want to look at you like this. <laughs> Which is how it is with my clients. I don't really want to see him like that. And <laughs> it me, I'm like, dude, I will cheat. And she's the opposite. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I love she grabbing a cock in my hand. Like I probably shouldn't say that. But <laughs> no, I you can say whatever the fuck you I, want. I love that domination, yeah. forced orgasm. Uh not allowing you to come, being dominated, yeah, it's part of the nation, all, yeah. all of that. Grab your balls, pull your cock. I love it. The edging, edging, all of it. What is that? Edging? <laughs> what is that? It's when you're trimming Dude. your bushes in the back. It's really nice. <laughs> oh, I do that at home. You can. <laughs> I think we're 
what was the question again? What was edging? What is that? No, no, no. The question way before what is edging. What fetishes will you not do? Okay, so mine is, you know, so I get asked to do strap on be... I get asked to pee yeah. on them, I get asked to shit on whatever, fart on them. I did try that one time. It's really <laughs> hard to fart on command. <laughs> it's hard to shit on command yeah. also, to yeah. be honest with so, you. But I did give it a try one time like 15 years ago. Why not? So, a good know? sip yeah. of cappuccino helps you with the shit runs, I'm telling you. <laughs> Now, if people want more than that, I can refer them to Sahara, or I can refer them to other ladies that which I know is really nice. That yeah, do so we did We talked about the shitting thing, and then you're saying like, you know, it, it sounds like good it's in, amazing. It sounds good in theory. It really to does. be able to poop on somebody, but then when you're like in front of a, you know, you're doing it, it's like it's I, complicated. I can't. It's not. It's, it's complicated. It's literally like I've discovered that it's first thing in the morning after breakfast, and a good cup of cappuccino allows you to take a shit on his face. <laughs> So they got to be in the morning. And <laughs> yeah, I sorry, guys. We can I, only do like 9 a.m. Uh, yeah, I really do. And I charge a hell of a lot of money. Because and I make just, them bring a shower just, curtain and everything. Oh and cleaning up. They're, they're out with it She did give it a try. Honey, you hear this? This is fancy. Yeah. 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 She so, just gave it a try one time. It's not really and, her And it's not my though. thing. So no, I never I did it again. That. I understand that. But, but I, I did try it once. He was a really super clean, nice guy. Uh, you like have to idea. come to me groomed. Yeah. Do not ever come to my door not groomed. Hmm. You will see the other side of the door. That's disrespectful. Define groomed. Groomed would be that you smell good. Your okay. hairs are trimmed on your body. Is that edging? What's um, edging? This chick still want. Okay, what is it? What edging is? Yes. Okay, so I bring you up almost to where you're going to have an orgasm. Oh, then you stop. Your cock is yeah. pumping. It's right. thumping. Then the veins stop. are showing. Okay. Do you get in the picture? Okay. The nuts are tightening. Mm-hmm. Get you right to the tip. And then I release my hand On and say edge. no. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Isn't that like t- That's t- the new t- Miley Cyrus song, right? Yeah. 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 Just say no? I think that's the name of it. Yeah. It's a really long title. Uh, Billy Ray's daughter is the name of the. Um, and what was that question again? Uh, no, so um, things. So there's stuff that you won't do. Something that's you know. That you okay, do. I'm going to tell you what my number one thing is that I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody listening out there, I'm not mm-hmm. having sex with you. Oh yeah, it's not happening. And she does not like to. Be I'm not rude doing either, that. Right? But that is that. Okay, so that's, I will that's, fuck you. I feel that's a given. Yeah. But you will not fuck me. Yeah. So do not ask me to fuck me. For any amount of money. Have you ever not done happening. a nudity on camera? One time. Mm-hmm. One time with Christian X, and it is sold all over the place. Crazy, crazy sold. It's the only time you'll find me doing porn. Did you know? And I'm letting you know, I fucked him first before he fucked me. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, with a strap on, wrestled, strapped him on, and fucked him before he fucked me. I think that's what me. pops up before the video starts, like an FBI warning. It has to. It's like Sahara's warning. I fucked him first. Right. And do you know Let's during that right. shoot, I pulled up and looked at him, and I said, if I'd known that you were going to fuck me like this, I would have fucked you harder. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> so I actually was getting fucked by him and pissed off all at the same time. Oh. And I knew I just won't ever try this again. I was open to it. You I know like him it? and his girlfriend. You didn't like it? No. I am no? a true dominant. That was one of those those discoveries. Yeah. That during that time, tried it, didn't like it. Whether it was acting or not, I was truly a dominant force, and I am not a bottom. Because he was being a little bit more dominant. He than was you dominant. And I time. wanted to fucking fight him. 
I wanted to pull up wow. and yo, whoever wins, you can fuck first. See, and I'm the opposite. When I get someone like that, I love to be the submissive. But no, I understand because that, that, that never your, really happens that is in my your, life. That is your. That but is that's your another nature. piece that we talked about. Is that had I not allowed my vulnerability, had I not allowed that that to time to happen, I wouldn't have you really have discovered that. that about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm kind of like my clients in a way. A lot of our clients are like have a lot of high power or high stress or high whatever. And they come to us if they want to get the kind of like one-sided domination stuff for a release. To be submissive in their normally high-powered, high-stress, controlling lives. So it's very funny. I feel like them also. Because I have a lot of stress in my life with my parents and traveling and, and trying to run the whole ship and everything. And so when I'm with this one person, I like to be the opposite of... Of what I normally am and I'll be honest with you like uh, every time I feel that I'm that I've overworked myself and I feel like I have a headache because I've done like three four shoots in a week and, and I'm, I've been editing like crazy or whatever we haven't had time to really have a proper dinner and I, I'm just kind of feeling a little sick from it but I, it, I always think of people like you because I think of just how hard you work because you you work your ass off like and you do too I just met you but knowing Christy for so long and hearing about her day, she'd be like, what would you do this week? And I'd be, we would be at a bar with her having a beer or two. Or you would be drinking your girly drink. And I'd be drinking a beer. And I'd, so what was your week like? And you would tell me like this story of like, well, Sunday I did. And you would go from Sunday to Friday. And her entire day... Like her entire week, every day was just like I went and shot with this, and then I went into this session, and, and I, I had to race across hours. town, and I had and to do this, fly here. and I had to go be and with then, my mother, mm-hmm. and I had to go uh, clean this in my house, and then I had to do take care of the rain, and then I had to go back. And by the time she was to Thursday, I was I had a tear in my eye, like like the me morning ghost, you know. And I was just like, I felt like such a dick for complaining about having a little headache. <laughs> And here's the thing. Every time she would tell me those stories, she'd be smiling. Yes, yes. always. And she'd be like, my Just, mom's doing well. But she's, and then and then this guy was kind of a dick, but you, you had the smile on your face. And Jackie would be watching you too. And Jacqueline would be like, she is the most cheerful person in the face of It's irritating. <laughs> it's a blessing and a burden, by the way. And Jackie, we, we would be I like, wake up happy. We don't look no for Sahara coffee. to do that. No coffee. I wake up happy if Jacqueline and I, if Jackie and I talk nice. about if Jackie and I talk about you while we're in bed at the end of the night. Oh, you do. <laughs> but it's one of those things. We'll leave it. There's another fetish. No, no, no. I said that before. Let me let me rephrase. <laughs> but it'll be like we're laying there. We've watched TV. We've had sex. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. But we're like turn each other like. Christy is just one of the most cheerful, like positive people, and I feel like such a dick for 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 being mean to this one person. And you know, and there she is talking about all the stuff that she went through, whether it's good or bad or right. very strenuous. Right. And you're just like, yeah, and then, you know, they didn't show up. You give me a fucking deposit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, is this where she pulls out a gun and just kills everybody in the bar? <laughs> My next. But no, you're yeah. just like... It's just my outlook. I can't help it. I was just like, I am very just Very cheerful. Way. And I so, really yeah. appreciate that because it's, yeah. it's like... I don't know why, but you know, it, it comes in handy for my job because everybody always says I have a really great personality. It's and she does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. But I am fucking... Sometimes it is annoyingly annoyingly happy. Does, does that happen yeah. on the road where you're just... Saying, I wake up happy all the time. So you're like... And I wake oh, up like that. Fuck. She's, you know, needs coffee. She needs a uh, bath. She no, needs, you know... I just know what I like. Okay. <laughs> I know what I like. But I if like she doesn't get a bath like. or coffee, she could be crabby. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Is that your favorite kind yeah. of crab? <laughs> yeah, crab. Oh, well, that's a question. Someone asked that. What's your What's your favorite kind of crab? They know it's the Boston crab, you bitch. <laughs> um, but no, the other. So to expand on that question, we're talking about the fetishes that you won't do because, like, the stuff that you do is is people can look at it and be like, "That's very extreme. That's extreme fetish." Uh, it can be and you seen. know what's interesting is that's my norm. Yeah. Like, I didn't look so, at that as being an extreme fetish mm-hmm. until I worked with other producers where they're not really doing penetration. Yeah. They're not ripping her clothes off. They're not hanging her from a hook. They're not really lifting her from a tea bag. That's what we forgot to do. You know, they're not, they're not, <laughs> you they're didn't not lift really, us from we didn't tear anybody's yeah. pants. They, they're not really doing those things. And yet, Sorry, that's, that's kind of my, um, that's a norm for me. That's not a edge. So, it's very interesting that for someone else they'll look at my stuff as being an edge, but for me and my crew, it's just another no, exactly. day of Huxley. Yes, no, but once again, the, you know, that's our norm. But the interesting part of it is the line. So it's like where you'll be like, I was naked once on on a, on, a, on set. You were? Um, I was, no, you were saying. Oh, right. she was. I was only naked once. I was only dominated sexually once. It's never going to fucking happen again. Right. But your norm is girl over your shoulder, you're fucking Yes, absolutely. Her, putting her absolutely. into a fucking But I am sh- always tank. clothed. Exactly. Always clothed. So it's It's really interesting, interesting because yeah. one of my friends uh, that I wrestle and do a lot of my grappling with, he looked at me and he goes, I have to tell you something. He goes, it's hard for me to explain what you do because you're not really what I consider porn. Yeah. He said, if I look you up, you've been able to turn yourself into this character that is its own entity. Mm-hmm. It's its own venture. Mm-hmm. And people that are really tuned into you can't get it anywhere else unless they follow Huxley and what other, what, whatever Huxley is doing. And so um, by creating... That person that is me still, I was able to just turn everything into what I like, and every yeah. and then anybody who wanted to follow along, go for it. But um, it's it's great, and working with other producers has allowed me to look at my shit and go, yeah, I'm ready to go back in. They really renewed me, you know, traveling around and getting everybody's different perspectives and and meeting some different models and stuff like that, and seeing how some of the producers shoot and. I'm really um, been able to be in B movies and been a horror. You know, mm-hmm. my name was Misery, and do the same Huxley thing that I do in my production. And I personally would love to keep doing more of the stunts, man. I love the the fights, the mm-hmm. the grapples, the break in half, the you know everything that's going to spark that person's emotions. Yeah. I want you like like. You know, you can't even say anything by but just by watching. Mm. And, and, and some of the other stuff that I really dig is that being Huxley, I don't have to be pretty or cute. My longevity is so far long because what's appealing to them is Huxley. It's not my eyes. It's not my lips. Mm-hmm. It's not my breasts. It's and not, you'll it's always not, have that. It's just mm-hmm. what you bring what you bring when you walk through that door, that fear factor, that unknown, like you don't know what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I might kiss you and the next thing I might shove a cock up your ass. I don't know. <laughs> might embrace you after that. I'm That's not sure. That's the name sure. of the new coffee shop I'm opening I know. up in 2018. I, shove, a cock cock up your ass. shove a cock up your ass. <laughs> I might kiss you. Um, <laughs> you don't have to worry about hemorrhoids. <laughs> Pituitary glands. Oh my god! Um, well, you know that I, cute little sexy gland inside your asshole that's twitching right now. Yeah, it's okay. 
If you're listening to it. this and your asshole is twitching. <laughs> she always embarrasses me. I love it. You see what I get her? You see her cheeks are like you red have that, right now. You have that look on your face. Is like, I don't mind if you say that, but stop doing it at, at a and, Wendy's. And did you see the Huxley come out? Because I can feel it. So I'm like going for it. I think it's funny, but I also, it's, it's so funny because I still sometimes get embarrassed, but yeah. it's funny. I don't mind. It's just, so, I'm just not used to it. That's all. She's so cute. When I'm fixing to kill the Uber driver, she's like, it's okay. It's fine. No, it's really not. I'm going to bring him out of his seat and he's going to say a proper hello. They have to calm her down. I didn't expect you to tell the guy who sold me a Big Mac uh, that his asshole was twitching. But, you know, yeah. It's a good Big Mac. So, yeah. 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 Extra sauce. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Sesame seeds. Uh, but um, no, so uh, I think we, we I think what we should do is next time you guys come through, we'll do a uh, part two to this because there's there's a lot of other questions I want to ask, um, and I feel that if I start asking now, it's just gonna it's gonna go on. Before in the morning. Yeah, it's gonna yes. be four in the morning. Um, and I, I believe that what we've what we've talked about t- tonight has been extremely informative. And one of the things that I think our fans really like is to, to be able to hear you guys just be yourselves. Um, and talk about like you know because like that's one of the things I could have totally I was gonna say I could I could have pegged you for that but no. <laughs> not me no no <laughs> and not her. And not me <laughs> but 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 <laughs> God damn it your butt your butt <laughs> not our butts no. <laughs> I uh, we just recently heard uh, uh, a woman's butthole be described as a sunflower that was about to sneeze who was said that, that? was that it? It looked yeah. like a sunflower that was about to sneeze. Who said that? It was a comedian. We heard. <laughs> it's about his wife like expecting another girl's butthole and described it as a, a sunflower that was about to sneeze. And I was like, wow, that's that's fantastic. I am a butt girl. I love butts. Oh, God. And he had a couple of models tonight. You have to buy this God shit because these guys got You're absolutely juicy. Okay, so yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, Woo! I behaved myself. I'm, you did I was really well. really, really good. Nothing went into a hole. No, gosh. Yeah. Nothing. Ooh, the night it. isn't over. <laughs> I'm if putting her in the in black a room. Dark room tonight. You guys realize dark room. I'm the guy in the room. Just, just, <laughs> just letting you guys know. Your hole is safe. <laughs> I've never locked my door before going to bed, but I think tonight might be an exception. You should. We're just gonna. <laughs> Put like a little string with like jingly bells. <laughs> you can hear it coming through the window. Three, I just like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Just sit up at night, pointing the um, the flashlight at the door, and all you see is like her behind us with the window, like <laughs> yes, yes. And in the background, the cat is like. <laughs> After all, it is Halloween. You're gonna scare Katniss. <laughs> It's like when I'm done, your asshole's gonna look like the word boo. Ooh, 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 On that note, okay. Uh, happy All Halloween, righty. everybody. Uh, uh, seriously, uh, it, you're gonna hear this in probably the next 24 hours because I'll put it up there. But uh, so it's been a really rough uh, 48 to 72 hours in this country, and um, I hope that we have distracted a bit because it's been rough. It's been, Absolutely. It's been insane um, and, and a lot of sad stuff and uh, it's affected me. It's affected a lot of people we work with. Uh, thankfully, no one that we knew in Vegas, uh, you know. Unfortunately, I did though. Uh, you knew somebody yeah. who, who lost somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but I didn't know anybody who, who passed away, which yeah. I count that as a small blessing. Yeah. But um, 
this has been very cathartic yes. and I'm really happy totally. to have been able to do awesome. this with you guys and uh, to any of you guys everyone out there like the, the main thing that we do with this podcast is to let you know that you're not alone and you're all awesome and no one's weird there's no real no weirdness. Yeah. Well, good we, though when we use the word freak it's a, yeah. it's a beautiful word we like it and it's um, yes. just keeping who you are I wear it proud exactly and, and if I if I could have the time to do a toll free number and take phone calls I totally would uh. But I, I wouldn't get anything You can done. let them know me and Sahara are in Atlanta uh, tomorrow. Yes. Actually, yeah, that's a good thing. We are in Atlanta at you the airport until Saturday. Saturday. Until Saturday. So today is the 5th, um, technically the 5th. Um, We're supposed to go to Nashville Friday, but we don't have any jobs really. All right. So that's tentative right I now. told you the Bible Belt. Yeah. Come on. They so don't want Sahara. The, <laughs> I am not welcome in Nashville for some reason. I have no idea. Are you saying you can't unbuckle the Bible Belt? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I'm bringing my fucking spikes. <laughs> uh, so between um, October 5th and 6th, 7th? We're going home Saturday. So, okay. Yeah. So 5th, 6th, um, if you guys are hearing this now. Uh, Atlanta. What's the best way to contact you? Oh, phone numbers. No, no, you don't have to get phone numbers. No. Or do, do you do Why? phone numbers? We Why? Get phone it's all numbers. over the fucking world. Are you oh. really going to follow me home? Are you that. trying to scare me? <laughs> do you really want to crawl in my bed? Just point to the cock you want to the your WB270 ass. where it has our phone numbers on it. Then. Oh, it does. You can, you yeah. can say it. Okay, 714-791-9206 for Christy. And? For... Isn't she so cute? I'm not cute. Okay, wet your pin with your mouth. <laughs> Are you ready? Suck it, bro. 727-437-8000. That's right. Yep. Suck it. I'm afraid. <laughs> we need Nashville men to come out of the woodwork. And I don't want Nashville. Scared. I'm staying here in oh, Atlanta. There's, there are great people everywhere. Nashville is. Nashville's an amazing place, I'm it sure. It is. Uh, we, we really hope... They're um, all full of shit. <laughs> I'm telling you like it is. No. <laughs> Did you get any no-shows from Nashville? or just? No, no- she got no inquiries at oh, all. Oh, what the hell? Not one. Not what the hell, what the Bible Belt. Uh, like what yeah, the yeah. Hell. yeah. I, maybe it's a macho thing. It's just like, she looks but like if, she can kick my... If Atlanta can save the day tomorrow, we won't have any worries. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if I we, we are shooting with the lovely Coco, who you worked with, which I have worked with, and she um, is amazing. We have like we 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 got slammed. We were like we announced her, and I honestly didn't think we were getting a lot of customers with her because she did mostly necro. Yeah, but suddenly everyone's like, wait, she's gonna wrestle for you, and she can wrestle Bambi, she can wrestle Sumir. She was like, and suddenly we just got a shitload of customers. Yeah, awesome. so and it's a good thing. Um, and uh, the stuff we shot with you guys today, by the way, was fan fucking tastic. Thank awesome. you uh, for those Thank you guys for the invitation. Oh my fun. god! So the next. Next time we've got to do at least two yep. days. Okay. Because uh, I know Jacqueline wants to work with you guys as well. Yay! Um, Cradle carry monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. We're looking forward to it then. And Jacqueline's yeah. like, you see the, the the painting over there? The, yes. Uh, yes. The monster carry. Yes. That kind of sums up a lot about what Jacqueline. Shoots. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's, yeah. Uh, and our friend Scott Blair did that. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So today we shot uh, for you guys who are interested. I guess I should plug. Uh, I keep saying these. Sentences. Plug. I should plug. plug. I'm gonna. Plug. <laughs> I'm going to plug myself now. That's later. Uh, with the door locked. I should have given you the information, but like now Sahara's going to plug me. 
Uh, no, but real quick before I do that, um, uh, websites. So you guys have clip stores. Uh, you, oh, you, you're doing mostly sessions these days. Right. I do have a clips for sale store. And if so, you go to my website, my website's my name, christietzel.com. I'm also on sessiongirls.com and wb270.com. And what is your clips uh, number? Store oh, number? I have no idea. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so and, and then just people who, uh, the spelling is Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I-E. Uh-huh. And then Etzold is E-T-Z-O-L-D. Yes. Uh, and Sahara, you have a clip store as well? Mine is really simple. Just Google my name and then go com. from there. <laughs> Dot com. No. <laughs> you expect me to tell you numbers? I'm not. God. Just Google my name. You pick it. But today we shot Bambi Buttons. Uh, actually, she's dropping the buttons. I think she's going just by Bambi now. Uh, Bambi, adorable little Bambi. Uh, mm-hmm. Little Disney Hold character. Up. Yep. Uh, Drop uh, the ass. Forget the button. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Unfortunately, she for, for her, she did stumble across you guys and, and proceeded to insult you, and that did not end well for no. her. So, uh, no. By the way, you, the dichotomy of your performances is fantastic because Sahara is just, you know, in beast mode. Just, you should fucking pick her up and throw it through the window. And Chrissy's like, no, I like the scissor here on the I did it, I did So that's going to be a great video. It's awesome. Uh, the second one, Sparrow, who uh, is known for drugging all her victims, tried to drug these two. Guess what? Mm-hmm. They caught her in the act. Did not We're work out. We're the cheaters. No, We're yeah. the villains. Absolutely. You don't try to outsmart no, us. No, I think no. you guys gave her literally a taste of her own medicine. Absolutely. Oh, uh, so that's going to all come out at skwppv.com. Awesome. Uh, and you'll be, you'll be seeing preview photos very soon. I put up a few on Twitter tonight. I think you've retweeted. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, next time they come through town, whether it be together or by themselves, we'll definitely do some more. Uh, but for now, we'll see you next time and uh, enjoy your day. Hug someone you love, all that good Bye. stuff. Say goodnight. Bye. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. One more word from Sahara. You want one word? Oh, God. Bad <laughs> dreams. See you tonight. <laughs> that was two words. <laughs> I never listened to anything. <laughs> They're going to be like, butthole. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> that is a word. That's one yeah, word, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, butthole. Good night. When you squish it together. <laughs> We're going to fade out on that laughter. Happy Halloween, guys. We love you.